Yeah, yep, that's keep... a good sound check. Stop coughing in the fucking mic, man. I have to light all that shit. What? You heard me, fucker. The Keeping it right here is good. You can hear me? No. Get closer. That's the whole point. You need to so speak right here. into them. Yes. Yeah, speak into the <laughs> microphone. You gross fuck. Jesus. <laughs> man, man, man. I, I can kind of hear you. I can hear you adjusting there. Yeah. There you go. Trying to fix it. That's, that sounds good. You sound all right. All right. Just be sorry. Think for one fucking second. What the fuck are you doing? Are you professional or not? This podcast is intended for mature audiences. Views and opinions expressed are of these dumb motherfuckers. So any sensitive fuck remember that drunk, possibly gay, or maybe even bi, <laughs> and like to ramble the fuck on. To take that. We are on. Welcome to the Rambling Alcoholics. If you're wondering where Whiskey J's at, let's tell him the truth, Escalante. We brought our machetes today, he and he's chopped up into pieces in the alley. He went to go get his uh, skin bleached. <laughs> he's dumping black. All right. Welcome. Welcome to the show. This is our first show without the cunt leader. The cult Rebellion leader. has happened. And this is why we're taking over. We took over. It's about time. All right. As usual, the man, the myth, the legendary sleeper of all, Escalante. What up, man? How you been, friend? Good. Just keeping busy at work. I can hear you. It's been a wrong week. Just getting trained in other bullshit, but it's cool. I don't mind it. I like it. Cool. You're really digging this place a lot more than you were digging the fucking mail people, right? <laughs> yeah, fuck the mail. Never applied for the post office. <laughs> all, I, all I know is that you were literally going postal every week. Pretty that much, you... no wonder people were going postal. <laughs> all right, well this week, just to prove that when you and I are out, Escalante, yep. it takes two people to replace us. <laughs> right. Right? Tonight, it only took one to replace the cunt leader. But... A hell of a guest. You know him as the impersonator Gary Merchant. Today he's here as the rumster, our good friend, Senior Gary. How are you, Gary? Good. How are you doing? Very good, sir. Oh, you got something for us, right? All right. Now we can eat. All right, so how's your week been? Oh, it was a tough week, but oh. it's good. I'm good to be off, of, you know, out of the week now, so I'm happy to be here with you two, uh, Homosexuals. <laughs> you still work from home? Uh, three days a week. Oh. Tuesdays and Thursdays I go to the office. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, some people just have it lucky. I have to go in there every day. You suck, dude. Sorry, man. Uh, so, yeah, pour me some of that stuff here. All right, what, so you, what, is it, what is it that you guys are having? Today we're having, or at least to start, because uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there is a second bottle. This is a red blend from none other than Francis Ford Coppola. The man, the myth. All right. 
So, just to kind of let everybody know, the cunt leader is in Oregon. Not pronounced Oregon. I was corrected one time by a person from Oregon. You say cunt leader? Maybe. <laughs> That's what it sounds like you're saying. Is that what I'm saying? Sounds like little it. A bit, little bit. <laughs> but it's... it's this is the first without him. Yeah, this is the first time he takes a break from the rambling alcoholics. The show he created. He usually takes breaks, but we usually all take breaks with him. Like exactly. He takes off, and then we're like, "Yeah, fuck it, we're gonna take a break too." Yeah, he uh, he does deserve it. I think he does way too fucking much on uh, all the shows that he does. He but of, uh, he has a lot on his plate. But yep, every episode, every show that he does is kicking. Yes, it is. From the boxing to a. Rambling to the geek to the relationship ones. He, that fool has a lot. Yes, he does. A lot on his plate. But you know what he doesn't have a lot of? Talent. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it's uh, wherever he's at, come back safe. Just remember that. Uh, yeah, right we, now he's having a, he's at a brewery called. Fuck, where's it at? <laughs> Merc. Mazama? Not really sure how you say it. Yeah, I was trying to adjust it earlier. That's why like it kept going down. Said he's having a pills. It looks pretty good. Mazama Brewing Company. I told him like if they have they try to lynch him or they have to try to give him a lawnmower over there in Oregon. Because <laughs> well, he's been stopped a couple of times out there. But he says it's outside of the city where they stop him. Like in the city, they don't give a shit. Well, you know, because he's brown. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I told you, I went up there one time. I was in Coos Bay, and which is just over the border of California. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That town seemed like it never left 1957. There was even a waitress at the cafe with like the Ooh. bunch of makeup on, and Don't she they... even spoke with a southern accent. <laughs> in the northern part of the country. In northern part country. of the country. She's like, can I help you, honey? Didn't they even, uh, you could do yeah, a... That's Tanya Harden country, pal. <laughs> Don't they do a... I don't know if they do it now, but they used to fill up your gas tank, no? Like, they had those guys? Yeah. They do not, not there. Those, those, uh, that gas station up there, I remember, looked like they should do that. Only because maybe I was brown and they were like, uh, nah, dude. Pump your own gas, beaner. Yes. You, we ain't pumping shit for you. But, yeah. Hold on here. Okay, cool. What All happened? right. Tell us about your day at work. Did you have any rants this week? Anything? No, no, everything's been cool. Everything, just getting trained on other stuff, um... The guy that interviewed me, he promoted, so ah. he's shaking things up. And obviously, like you know, you work at there, you know what's going on. So sure. now he's trying to clean it up, which is which just makes sense. It's cool. Yeah, it's kind of what I what I do myself. This week, the Italian guy that I want to get rid of. Oh, what happened with that? Oh, dude, I didn't think there was a a dumber. Wait, 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 hold up, hold up. Yeah. Why do you want to get rid of the Italian guy? The Guido, because he's a Guido. And an Italian. He got a problem with Italians. I don't have a problem with Italians. I got a problem with that Italian. <laughs> Uh-huh. Does he fist bump? Okay. Does he fist bump? <laughs> no. He, he... He's like... How to explain it? He's young, but he's like terribly balding. And then he's got a porn stash. I'm not lying. He's a, it's a total porn stash. Uh, we went to go visit some, uh, some clients last week, right? That's what the guy said. Yeah. That's a porn stash. What the fuck? <laughs> Our whole client is saying that the guy was wearing a porn stash. But he's, uh, he's just like really doesn't care like does it just walks around nonchalant how old like, is whatever. this guy I would say like 32 33 cause they've hired a lot of people at my job and it seems that to be the norm where they just 
just roam around like fucking grazing cattle. Like, yeah. <laughs> like they, they give them instructions what to do and they take their time. Like, bro, read the fuck up. Get out of my way. Like, get out of here with that shit. I don't, I don't dig that shit. I'm, when when they, I, when I have meetings with him, I have to, I have to tell him his name is, De- uh, I shouldn't say his name, but anyway, no, no, no. I'll be like, hey, Mr. X. His name is, uh, <laughs> name, a uh, uh, Italian name. His name is Guido. I say Guido. Not Guido. What, what typical Italian? Giuseppe. Giuseppe. You say Giuseppe. I say Giuseppe. Giuseppe. Bandini. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one? From, is that the one from uh, um, uh, the World War Two movie? Shit, I forgot what it's called. Huh? The Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh, oh, oh. That, that was um, Antonio Margheriti. <laughs> so we'll call Dominic De Coco. That's it. We'll call Dominic De Coco. Okay. <laughs> So and I'm then they him. used to name Antonio Margariti again in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as exactly. one of the directors of the Spaghetti Western. Right. Oh, shit, really? Yes, they did. Yeah. I have watched if it. you've seen it. <laughs> As a running gag, I watched it. I, mean, like, well, have it. I only get to the Bruce Lee part and I stop watching. I fall asleep. Dude. Well, then start at the Bruce Lee part and see how far you I can. I'm going to have to do that. <laughs> so, Dominique Tecoco sits yeah, yeah. in my office, right? And I ask him a question. You have, like, solo meetings with him? Well, yeah. Cause oh, because he's, he's your... He's the ops manager. Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. he works, you know. And so, he, he, he an ops manager means that he basically does the work I delegate to him. <laughs> so, I have to sit there and tell him, listen, bro, you got to just bottom line it for me. Because I ask him a question, and he starts going off. Well, uh, you know, uh, this and uh, that and that. And, uh, and like, bottom line it for me, man. You got to just get to the fucking jits. Just run circles and shit? Dude, he does. He runs like a shitload of circles. Comes into my... I have a problem. Okay, he speaks like Mario? He does. It's total Italian. <laughs> so, That's dope. So I go, oh, so tell me the problem, Dominique de Caco. Yeah. And he's like, well, uh, you know, uh, we put a truck out in the warehouse. <laughs> the and princess. Like, the princess keeps getting kidnapped. <laughs> She's at the castle. She's at the Fuck, castle. <laughs> and a big gorilla took her to the top of a tower and throws barrels at us when we tried to save her. <laughs> but I'm like, bottom line it, because he just goes around. Even even my boss, who's Italian, yeah. hates him. <laughs> well, why can't you guys get rid of him? Uh, Your California. boss talked like that too? That'd yes, he dope. does. But he yeah. speaks... He's more of like uh, he's more of a classy Italian, you know. He speaks more like this, you know. Let's get to the business, and he's like just straight mm-hmm. up. He's not he's not about fucking if he goes he, around in circles or anything. To ask him if you, to fire him to give you fishes, that'll be dope. <laughs> that'll be cool. Just gives you a, here. All right, he's fired. Fuck no, out of here. The way with should, the fishes. The way I should do it is that way. When we <laughs> if we do do can him, I'll have like a, like a department meeting. I just put some fish out on the table. <laughs> That's uh, Dominique the Coco shirt. He sleeps with <laughs> the fishes. <laughs> Holy cool. <laughs> so, anywho, I didn't think there'd be anybody lamer than him. The other guy I want to get rid of, who's a flipper. God damn. He is somebody I want to get rid of. <laughs> so, yeah, so, <laughs> so, you got a problem with Italians and Filipinos. Yeah, pretty much. Just with this Filipino. <laughs> No, it sounds like you got a problem, dude. No, usually Filipinos are terrific workers. <laughs> this guy is just a shit. I'll explain. I explain. Is he just a regular worker, or he's like? Yeah, he's a he's just an agent, and oh. so. But here's the problem with him. When I first got there, he wanted time off because he wanted to go do some uh, carpal tunnel uh, um, carpal tunnel operation. So he took some time off. Right, he said I'm leaving this Friday. So he takes off. 
So even the flipper speaks Italian? No, dude. <laughs> God, damn. That, that, that's my worst uh, flipper accent. Hold on, hold on. Let me, yeah, let the me... flipper's supposed to be like Luis. Oh, that's right. <laughs> hold on. Let me do, let me do this. Pinoy. Pinoy. There you go. Pinoy, wow. Pinoy. Pinoy. Okay, so. <laughs> Luis, I have to get carpal tunnel surgery. <laughs> So, 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 so he goes right, and then he calls us and tells us that he's gonna be longer than what he thought because the medicine he took made him drowsy. Yeah, made him like shit. And we're all sitting around going, "What medicine?" Right? We're like, "What medicine are you talking about? You're supposed to go in and get some shit done, right?" And then he, I don't know what else he did. And and bottom line is, whatever he was taking or whatever the doctor was giving it to him, Pinoy could not handle it and so he never had the surgery so yesterday I'm opening the mail and there's a lawsuit against us what the fuck? from the guy that's sitting right there in my fucking office so I get with HR and my boss and my boss is like ah send me that fucking thing I want to get rid of that fucking asshole oh damn yeah so I scan it to him he has the lawyer look at it yeah Mr. Hagen <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be cool if that's the name. Right? So he, he has him look at it, and then he comes back and goes, Well, it's not really a lawsuit. And I'm like, What do you mean it's not really a lawsuit? So so what he did is he made a. He, he took legal advice, right? And got a legal assistance? He got a legal assistance. <laughs> and he. From Jacobian Myers or. It wasn't uh, Emrani. Emrani. <laughs> Jacob Emrani. <laughs> One of those dudes. <laughs> Because so, you see him right when we're driving on the 91. Yeah. That's how you see him. Like, what yep. the fuck? That, so what happened was he seeked legal assistance and they were supposed to send that paperwork to his doctor because <laughs> I guess they wanted to know why it happened or whatever to see if there was a lawsuit in order. Well, we bring him in the office today to tell him this and he tells, this is what he says. Yeah, uh, Pinoy, <laughs> check it out. You know that this is for this, this, and this, right? That this is, you know, you're suing us. We're supposed to give you information we don't have. Oh, no, I got it so we can get the doctor. I got the lawyer so I can switch doctors. And we're not looking at each other like, what? Yeah, it made no sense. Exactly. Fuck? So that I can collect the workers' comp. So we have to explain to him that you take the operation. Well, no. Well, then you don't get workers' comp. <laughs> uh, so and then you burst his bubble. I'm sure he was like, yes, I'm going to be rich and shit. Well, we, we had to explain it. and We asked him like three times. We're like, Pinoy, <laughs> do you understand? Uh, no. So we explained it again. <laughs> and, and, and we just bottom lined it for him too. Did you get the carpal tunnel surgery? No. Then why would you get, you know, workers' comp? Well, we're trying to switch the doctors. Yes. Go to your insurance. Well, it made him freak <laughs> out, though. Like, he couldn't take surgery. What he, was... he said that he, they, they gave him some medicine to take, I guess, pre-surgery, which I've never Just heard to... of. Yeah. Don't For his wrist? Yeah. 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 Don't yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's a delicate. Well, I think he's just being a fraudster. Yeah, shit. I think he's just being a fraudster. Is what it is, you know. Uh, all I can tell you is this: at least you don't have to deal with any Eskimos. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, because I wouldn't know how to do their accent at all. Yeah. <laughs> Why you deal with Eskimos? No, but I've been cheated by an Eskimo. How? 
No, they'll cheat their own grandmothers out of a buck, dude. <laughs> Gotta watch out for them. They're cheap people, dude. Are they? Yeah. Damn. <clears throat> so Ooh. you say they're like another particular, uh... They're like... I was about to... The Judans. Yeah. <laughs> they're like the Jews? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a Jew. I'm Jewish, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> Do you have a bar mitzvah? Well, I had that and, uh... You know, Mazel Tov at my wedding. Well, I didn't have a wedding, but if I did have a wedding, they do the Mazel Tov. And... You have circumcised? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so you have no turtleneck? You're damn I right. Have a, I have a turtleneck, goddammit. <coughs> I don't. Gotta keep these things, gotta keep it clean, you know, not to lift that foreskin up and scrub it like Schmack you. Schmack you. Schmack you. Schmack you. Yeah, gross. <laughs> I was circumcised at seven, or six. I got circumcised in Guatemala, too. Jesus really? Christ. Yes, Third world sir. country? Yes, Easily. sir. I remember that. I remember they tied me down to a fucking uh, thing that looks like a cross. And they put a shot in my uh, my waist. And then this guy came with like these things that look like a stapler. Grabbed my shape. All I saw was blood scored all over the place. And I fucking screamed <laughs> like they were murdering me. I didn't feel nothing, but I was just screaming. They're like, my dick. They made it smaller. <laughs> the fuck? The guy's like, we took three feet off of it, sir. <laughs> now it's a, not the clip. <laughs> I was circumcised as a baby, and apparently my mom said that the... She, I was actually circumcised by a Jewish doctor. Really? Now, he, wasn't, he wasn't our primary doctor, but apparently when the, my mom said, you know, she took me to my regular doctor or whatever, and I guess he said that that doctor, yeah, he always says great circumcisions. It's beautiful. So apparently I have a real beautiful circumcision. <laughs> Well, maybe you can post that on your Facebook. <laughs> Let the people decide. <laughs> but is it medically like? It doesn't it, do anything really. So what's the purpose of them? Mostly, it's up a the Christian question. ceremonial thing drawn up from Jewish tradition. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. So there's medical. There's no medical value to it. No. Well, yeah, there really. is medical value to it because you don't have to lift up your foreskin and clean underneath it and all that and clean well, out all that cheese and all I that. I do it. And I'm already used to it. Like it's it's just. You're still gonna do it regardless if that shit didn't happen. Yeah, but that's apparently. I mean, that's. A, I mean, the benefit to it is, yeah, you don't have to. You know. Well, let me ask. And I guess you a apparently question. it looks better. I guess I don't know. <laughs> well, let me ask you a question. Since you're women? not circumcised, you're not circumcised. Let me ask you a question. So do chicks trip out when you when you show them that the that the uh, preacher's got a coat? No. <laughs> well, I've ripped it a few times, so yeah. that that kind of mm. fucked up. Oh. Yeah, that shit hurts. Oh, I ripped it like you can see, like the. I just lost all feeling in my <laughs> legs. <laughs> yeah, we went too hot. Oh, <laughs> damn. So, so what? It just kind of hangs there when you're, you know, doing what? your thing, or what? No. Does it look like a bandana? Pretty what? much. He's <laughs> a, a hipster dick. <laughs> hipster dick. <laughs> just needs a a comb over. So, be good. so, so. Well, I think that should be your new name. Then you could be Rumpel Foreskin. <laughs> Pay the troll. <laughs> Pay the toll. <laughs> he's about to say the riddle, but he can't because the coke keeps going up his mouth. <laughs> too much. It's too windy here. Yeah, riddle. Goddamn coat. <laughs> so, so when a chick gives you a BJ and shit, she has to pull that back or what? It's already, well, it's already peeled back, obviously, because it's hard and shit like that. Oh, so it peels back yeah, automatically. Yeah, when you get, when you get yeah. stiffy. <laughs> wow, that's you get interesting. <laughs> So it's kind of like a built-in condom. I mean, what? I, <laughs> I don't know if you could call it a condom, right? That because it just it just rolls back when it gets when it gets hard. So it doesn't. It's not like a hoodie where 
You're not wearing a beanie on your head. You can't okay. tie it down. I'm just very curious because, I mean, like I said, I mean, I lost my foreskin before I could even know what it was, you exactly. know? Exactly. Well, I had it, but I don't remember having it. I was robbed of my foreskin. <laughs> I, just, I just know, like I said, the doctor said, damn, we took about 13 inches off this guy. <laughs> I'm really laughing. Like, Look at this guy. <laughs> this guy's going to be... Yes, it's the... I know. Muchachito. They went up to mom Muchamarco. and they're like, they went up to mom, tráigalo cuando tenga 10. Yo creo que su hijo es una mujer. Puta, shut up. <laughs> Dominique de Coco. <laughs> or Pinoy. You fire Pinoy. You gotta text us when, when you fire one of them two fools. <laughs> Especially the Italian guy. I should, I should record it. Well, here's the thing. He comes in, uh-huh. right? Because uh, he's getting a green card and everything, right? So my boss wants to make sure that he ties him down to a contract before he... Uh, with Panoy guy? No, no, with uh, Dominique de Coco. Oh, no right? Shit. So that he can, you know, not sit there and fuck around. Because what my boss is thinking is that he wants to get the green card, then leave. Right? So well, he you comes can, you in. You can get one by, by your job? Yeah, they can sponsor you. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah. So what happens is um, he wants to tie him down to a contract because... He's got a sweet deal. Who when the, he, uh, the, uh, the Italian? Yeah, Dominique. Okay. So when he came over, wait from from Italy. Why did he move over here? Where's he from? He's from Florence. I would be over. There. That's where <laughs> we want to go. Exactly. Like what the fuck? So when he came over, he um he um he he had a sweet de- he had a sweet deal, a very sweet deal. So they pay for his apartment, and they pay for his car. You're. Your job? Exactly. Oh, okay. And then they, you know, give him a salary. Is this just for the Italians or? Yeah, no, no, uh, I don't know who it's for, but that's no, the... No, 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 I'm just saying, like, can a Guatemalan, Mexican <laughs> apply for this shit and sure. he gets sponsored? Sure, the Guatemalans go, we'll pay you in Quetzal. <laughs> Tell the Mexican, we'll pay racist. you in peso. That's racist, dog. We'll pay you in a peso. I'm going to your country. I'm going to apply. Well... So, so the boss wanted to get rid of those incentives because even I told him, "Shit, you want to pay for my rent? Exactly, uh, or my s- car? Shit, exactly. That's a sweet deal." <laughs> so, uh, let me guess—he lives like in a nice little. I don't know where he lives, but I'll tell you what—he drives this. You know, it's a, it's an okay car, but his girlfriend drives it, which pisses the shit out of my boss even more. What is he? What, what he is drives he? a bike to school to work. He takes a bike. Who is he used to in Florence? Wow. That's not the point. He's paying for his fucking car, which his girlfriend has. And everybody's like, you know, we're not paying for your girlfriend to have this car. Why did he even say it? Because he's an idiot. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, I parked like two blocks away where I take the train. Shit. One of the, one of the first fucking things I had to do when we had our first company meeting. When we had our first company meeting, I had to sit there and tell him, hey, uh, you know, he goes, oh, Sometimes a customer's call. I don't care. I tell him I don't care. And I'm like... He says that? Yeah. He said that in front of my whole fucking staff. That's not even good customer service. No. That's that's not something a manager should say. That is true. Fucking A. You don't care, Gary? No. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I was a little caught up in this Bob Yeah, I can see that, bitch. You know you're on a podcast, right? (laughs) Fuck it. It's pretty good. You're wearing this damn movie, dude. (laughs) It's pretty good. I'll be like, I'm listening to you and I'm watching this. I'm like, God damn it. You guys haven't seen this? No, okay, I've not so, seen this. So, so, so what is this? What ladies is and gentlemen, we're watching Nobody with Kurt. Dirt, what's his name? Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, Bob Odenkirk, who you may know as uh, Saul Goodman on Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. 
it's a little action film where it, it just kicks ass. <laughs> you can never do that. He'll drown in his own blood. Well, Fuck out of here. Who knows, dude? <laughs> <laughs> but it's Bob Odenkirk. And it's a cool movie. It's no, a, no, it, so far it's pretty good. I'm like watching it. Yeah, like, I'm just I'm watching like, the scene where he's kicking the shit out of four people on a bus. That's and, <laughs> and you know why he does it? Because he used to be an assassin. Where is this film then? In New York, I think. New York. But it's a, he's supposed to be an assassin, right? And he, uh, or, or was an assassin. And the only reason he gets into the fight with these guys on the bus mm-hmm. is just to get that shit going again. Yeah. See, so right now his wife... Well, I got the point. He was, they, they, they broke into his house and they robbed his family at gunpoint and he pushed out. So now he's trying to get back his manhood because he looked like a puss in front of his family, so... Kinda, yes. Yeah. So, there, so there you go. So now that you're all cut up, I hope you can talk to the fucking audience. All right, well, you guys were going at it, so I was watching this. You can't relate to a fucking Dominique de Coco saying that he doesn't care about his job. I'm sure you have plenty of assholes that work. I've worked with a lot of people who don't care about their job, you know? Yeah, but this guy said in front of the staff, and he's the ops manager. (laughs) That's cool. (laughs) Well, he must feel pretty damn secure in his position to do that, you know? Well, that's the thing. I had my first meeting with him as I had to sit him down and say, listen, Dominique. You can't say that. Well, it's the truth. I don't give a fuck. You can't say that. You can say that in Italy here, motherfucker, but you can't say that shit here. I think that's like a big culture shock thing with him. Well, Well, when you hear, you have to be more sensitive to people. Well, you have to be professional. I like that. Because I like good customer service when I'm on the phone. No, obviously, yeah. yeah, Right. You know, I don't want some asshole telling me he doesn't care. But this fucker told the whole fucking building he doesn't care. So... How does that look for leadership when you're trying to get an answer from somebody, right? Oh, we don't want to go up to Dominique because he, <laughs> he doesn't care. care. He doesn't care. <laughs> he don't give a shit. He's just here for his gut fucking mooch. Fucking. He's here for his green card. <laughs> well, again, so that's where the boss wants to fucking tie his ass down. Yeah. You know, Springsteen? Huh? Springsteen? No, not that boss. <laughs> no, but he was... he. So so we had a meeting, right? Where he... Because, uh, you know, my job's just about meetings, it seems. But we had a meeting where we were gonna, you know, give him a formal salary. You know that motherfucker asked for almost a hundred grand. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> this fucking guy. Yeah. He goes, I think I am a worth a hundred grand. <laughs> and we're, and I'm like, but well, where do you? I think you are worth a hundred grand. <laughs> <laughs> Go save the princess first, bitch, and then come back and ask for a hundred grand. He doesn't do anything. He says he's like. I deal with the customer and you know I've been here a long a long time and I'm like what you do is customer service go listen bitch until until <laughs> Italy until Italy make the World Cup again exactly you don't get your 100 G's oh, fuck out of here <laughs> he didn't even care about that ooh exactly what type of Italian is he I don't know dude he's the kind that doesn't give a shit about the Italian team not making the World Cup <laughs> <laughs> so I asked him one time who's your favorite team Fiorentino Oh, so he's in Florence, no? Yeah, so Fiorentino's yeah. his, his team. Well, uh, that team was made again because I think it was got relegated. Then it was they got rid of the team and then came back again. Well, that's his team. His uh, his other favorite team? You're gonna laugh. Brentford. The one English that... Premier team. Huh? Brentford. That's his other team. Ah. Yes. Is he like he's so he's like in Italy? He's from Italy. He's actually from Italy. Yes, he's a, uh, he's actually. Italy. So he's not like a New York Italian, like the no, oh no, type no. guy. No. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not one of those. He's, uh, hey, yeah. that's how he's actually. He's I'm like, like I don't care. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey, huh? Well, when I told <laughs> my papa, 
When I... <laughs> you know, when I met him, I told him, say your name again. Dominique de Coco. One more time. Dominique de Coco. Much time with feeling. <laughs> you got like a lot of foreign nationals at your job, huh? Yes. We, yeah, uh, lot, you hire a lot of illegals and you pay the illegals good. Shit, man, we're in the wrong, I'm in the wrong business. Exactly. I've told you this for years, but, but I don't want to... you got no Eskimos. We have no Eskimos because Eskimos would not be considered foreign. They would be considered domestic. No, because then you would have to, like, their cubicle has to be frozen and... Because <laughs> there's Eskimos shit. in Canada, too. Dude, and who wants to microwave seal? <laughs> in my ex, she ate... In Iceland, she ate a uh, penguin. They have sushi, like sashimi, made out of penguin. They slice up the motherfuckers and that's how you eat them. A penguin. <laughs> yeah. I guess he, so there's he not eat, a lot of Eskimos around here because ain't too many places so you where you eat happy walrus, feet. So. You eat happy feet. <laughs> what, what X is this? Deffy. Maybe they told her it was something else and she didn't hear what it was. <laughs> oh, for real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want something like a seal? <laughs> yeah, dude. Was that fucked up? I don't know, Gary, is it? You is talk it too Gary? much. Shut up, Gary. Yeah, Gary, what the fuck? I'm watching Elon Musk here. I'm dance not here with to have chick. you watch Elon Musk, motherfucker. <laughs> well, he, <laughs> like he, well, he looks like Elon Musk, but whatever. Have you seen the nip Elon Musk? The nip Elon Musk? Yeah, there's a guy, he's Asian dude, but he looks like Elon Musk, but Asian. Uh huh. But Elon Musk doesn't know if he's, uh, <laughs> uh, what's it called? Uh, where you put your face on people? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, that app or whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, they don't know if he's doing that or deep fake. They don't know if it's deep fake or not. <laughs> but he says he's willing to meet Asian Elon Musk. Asian Elon Musk. <laughs> well, yeah, well, the real Elon Musk. You think he's gonna buy Twitter? Well, he took I a he couple steps did. back. No, no, no. He, they, there's like some. He I said think... that he wants to get all the trolls and the bots out of it to prove that it's Twitter's Twitter, and yeah, then he'll buy. Come buy. on, that, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> There's no fucking bots everywhere. Instagram, why sh- on our... Dude, when your last name's Musk. Shit, my bad. I mean, when you use the word Musk, I only think of one thing. The Musty Studios? Yeah. The Terrain? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah that musk, you have to wash, af- you know, wash off yourself after you do the deed, you know? You know, musty and sweaty and <laughs> full of cum. <laughs> I always uh, thought it was funny because I remember when I was a kid there was a cologne that was the, the scent was called musk and then now I know what musk means I think that's kind of funny now I'm going hmm wasn't that musk the brute 33 or whatever yeah. it was wasn't it like all the older men and <laughs> saw that Target or Kmart well, sh- well shit they're trying to make Old Spice like cool again you seen that commercial with the with the brother and his wife yeah yeah they're like you wear my Old Spice Nobody wears old. even Popeye doesn't wear Old Spice. <laughs> no, I like the, I like Old Spice body washes though. I use those; those are good. Come on, man, really? What's well, yeah. like um, recently? They, recently, they started making. Um, not recently, but all the rappers started using that stupid brand called Champion. Is it Champion? We are the champions. Dude, that that shit was like a Target came where nobody wanted to buy that shit back in the day. <laughs> but all of a sudden, they started buying this shit. And like, I guess a rapper or some fucking. YouTuber, whoever started wearing it, all these motherfuckers started wearing it. I'm like, bro, really? I, would, I wouldn't be caught dead at that age wearing that shit. Fuck out of here with that. I remember I have Eddie Murphy's first comedy album, and uh, he does a whole routine about 
all the different cheap colognes back in the day. But he starts off by saying, you know, he's talking about, you know, he, he says, you know, you would you get you get your father cheap ass cologne for Christmas, you know, you like Old Spice or Brute by Fabergé, you know. <laughs> he says it's Christmas morning. You come down there and the kids open their gifts. They get all these things, Barbie dolls, Tyco train sets, and all these cool toys. And then Dad goes open his gift and it's got every kid's in the house name on it. And Dad opens it up. Yeah, Brute. By Fabergé. <laughs> Thank you. Bunch of cheap motherfuckers. <laughs> That's like more alcohol than anything else. Yeah. I don't remember buying Dad that at all. No. Oh, that was really. Well, Dad doesn't really wear mm-hmm. cologne. Does he does, it? but not. Again, not the generic shit. Because I've seen I've, when I used to work at the courthouse, a lot of motherfuckers used to come in. Like they dump that <laughs> shit on themselves. I'm like, God damn. Well, we didn't have time to shower, but yeah. we sprayed this shit all over each other. We just break the glass and just dump it on me like fucking holy water. What cologne do you use? I don't. I don't use cologne. You don't? How about you, Rumster? Fahrenheit. By Ralph Fahrenheit. Yeah, yeah, I know that one. That, that's, that's a good one. I like. Oh, I like the smell right. of that. And what? then I also have one. Uh, one when, when I was younger, I used to wear was Chaps. But the last that time was I... Ralph Lauren. Yeah. The last time I had was a Christian Dior. Yeah. The Christian Dior is the one who does uh, the Fahrenheit. No, but yeah, like, Ralph Lauren was the one that, that I did that I used to... Why don't you use uh, cologne? I need to buy it again. Oh, okay. For sure, yeah. Is but that I, something I, like... you haven't done? Huh? Is that something you just haven't done for a while? Yeah, for a while. Big time. For a while. But right. uh, probably with candy, I'll probably do it again. Cool. That's... Good thing Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't make perfumes. <laughs> her fucking vagina. <laughs> Can you imagine the commercial for that? <laughs> smell oh. like my veg. You smell like he just finished the workout. <laughs> Musty. Well, my question is, I mean, because, you know, women go through, you know, different phases of scent down there, right. you know? I mean, the Gwyneth, the Gwyneth Paltrow candle, I mean, is that like when she's on the period? Is it after, you know, Brad Pitt or whoever she's doing gets done with her? I mean, <laughs> what is the, you know, what... what we should have what, the, what phase is the Gwyneth Paltrow candle? You know what? What, what phase finished, is it smelling at? You finished know? acting. Yeah, <laughs> she's finished just coming home from the gym <laughs> from traffic. <laughs> she just wore pantyhose all day. <laughs> I guess, didn't she do like that candle? Yeah, the, yeah. Her candle is supposed to smell like her vagina, and that's my question: is is at what phase? I mean, because like I said, women. That's true. That's you know, true. any different time, you know, women can smell different down there. You know, yeah. so my the question, question is, is: so at what point? Like, is this like when you know, is this Gwyneth Paltrow have, on her period? Gwyneth Paltrow after she's had sex? <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow after a workout? I mean, have, what are we looking at have here? Have you guys encountered Gwyneth a, Paltrow with a yeast infection? <laughs> have you guys encountered a musty vagina? Yes, <laughs> yes. It actually turned me off. <laughs> it did. But you still yeah. did it anyway. No, I did not, actually. I did not. <laughs> Knowing him, yeah, probably. No, no, no. Why are you actually, lying? I did not. No, Why are you not. lying? No. That's actually a true story. Yeah, she was... It was like I picked up this, you know, chick from work and stuff, and uh, she was wearing, like, the pantyhose, you know, like, the whole thing. Jesus, what, like, uh, pretty woman and shit? Well, no, not, not like the stock. It's just, like, the whole thing, right? And so when I was pulling those off, dude, it was just, like, a raunchy smell. It was, like... Yeah, it was like, it smelled like when I go play tennis and I take off my shorts to go shower. Kind of like that. <laughs> that that, that <laughs> saltiness in the air, you know? <laughs> and I'm not saying an ocean breeze either. <laughs> or it smelled like the port of L.A. on a, <laughs> uh, on a foggy night. <laughs> Jacques Cousteau, our narrator. Exactly. Jacques is like, in the air, the salt is heavy. 
<laughs> so what'd you do? I um, you like snuck out or no? I feigned impotence. What? No, I just <laughs> I just kind of like made out and then you, said, you know what? I go. I forgot. I have to take off and I can't remember what excuse I came <laughs> up with. I go. Well, we'll do this next time. And she's like, Oh, okay, no problem. And she go like, next And then time you we'll sold do- a gave her a coupon for Massengill, right? <laughs> Here's some soap. Well, some okay. dove or so, something. So shit. we're talking about body odor and shit. I used to work with a guy named Abdul. And Just the names of alone. And here you go, dude. Picking <laughs> on another racial group. Okay, so I know, right? Anyway, this guy ahead. over here. This guy's been racist all fucking dude, since dude. we started. So somebody did the 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 um the fucking uh, um Secret Santa, and they put a fucking soap on a rope on his. Oh, I did that to some guy at work <laughs> in New York. New York. This guy, some white dude, during the winter time, he would not take a shower. And he would come with coats and scarves and, and he would smell. Like, dude, you like you're musty. Fuck take a shower. <laughs> so for Christmas I bought a, a soap, bought a soap and I put a bow on it. But I didn't tell him it was me. <laughs> I was saying I could hear, Who put this shit on my desk? Who the fuck did this? I'm, I'm like, mm. <laughs> I'm gonna go home now. <laughs> you motherfucker smell, man. Shit. I'm gonna be smelling that shit. Shit is disgusting. Even like a little bit of the scent, like you're you're there trying to, like you you when you work out or you go out and so on, like even during the day you're like you smell yourself you're like nah I gotta go take a shower like no you know I, when you're I that, always that. smell like the botanical gardens I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> I'm always I always smell good botanical gardens you smell <laughs> like uh, like the dirt what's like the you smell like the when manure? they put fertilizer like on the botanical gardens. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I shower three times a day. That's how good I smell. Well, that doesn't yeah. mean you smell good. That yeah. means you just stink throughout yeah, the day. Yeah, from working from home, shit. I would be taking five showers a day and masturbating in there, but... <laughs> besides the point. <laughs> That's gross, Gary. You masturbate and you shower three times a day. I not masturbate. You said you did. Oh, I said I'd take three showers a day. You don't choke the chicken? He chokes huh? the chicken, dude. I do not choke the chicken. Or cho- spank a- the monkey, was it? I'm you in spank- my 50s. I don't choke the chicken. I'm not like a 13-year-old boy, all right? Well, you still need it, fool. I'm in control of my sex drive, man. You're I can handle control. it. When was the last time you had relations? Relations? With your hand? No. You make it sound like we're going to in fucking Arkansas. <laughs> relations. Adult relations. When was the last time you had adult relations? <laughs> I swear, I did not have sexual relationships with that woman. Well, At least smoke, not with well, her vagina. Well, smoking a cigar. <laughs> he dipped in her vagina. Vagi- what the fuck would he do that for? Some people just are weird. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me think of an old Bill Murray joke. I thought when he did Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live. He did this one. I guess you know they were doing a Weekend Update, and I guess the story was about the average age people lose their virginity or whatever. So Jane Curtin looks over at Bill Murray and goes, How old were you when you lost your virginity, Bill? He goes, I was nine. And she goes, nine? How old was your partner? He goes, oh, I didn't have a partner until I was 17. (laughs) 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 Those were the days. You know that that, uh, I was reading today that Saturday Night Live is going to have a mass exodus. Saturday Night Live needs to get off the air. The the show is completely... I mean, for 20 years now, it's been lame, and it just gets lamer each and each... Every year, it just it's gets been what, on for yeah. forty-seven years. It's 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 just Come to on, me, dude. Saturday Night Live for the most part. If you look at its total history, it's mostly lame. Outside of the first five years, 
And then you had that revitalization in the mid in the mid '80s. You know when you had that cast with Dana Carvey and Phil Hartman and all that. Yeah, it was good then. Good but then after those after those people all left, you know when the Will Ferrells and all them came in, it got lame again, and it's been lame ever since. Come on, dude, you loved Will Ferrell, dude. You used to love the Sarah cheerleader. Sarah Live is just lame. It is. It is. It is it's. I just like Alec Baldwin as Trump. Yeah, that was cool. funny. That was hilarious. Then he shot somebody, and <laughs> there goes his career. Yep, that gig is over. <laughs> yep, <pretty much. laughs> it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> Come on, dude. You know you dig it, dude. So five people oh. are leaving. Oh, five? I thought it was four. I think it's Well, yeah, that's lot. the other thing is, too. The other cast, you usually only took about seven people. This show, it takes fucking 25. You need 25 cast members. What the hell is that shit? Pete, Pete Kardashian's leaving, no? Pete Kardashian mm-hmm. is leaving. The the fat chick, A.D. Bryant. The funny chick, the only funny chick on there, McKinnon. She's leaving. Oh, okay. And this one guy named something Mooney, who never really did anything, but he hey. did? No. Not Paul they Mooney? all need to leave. Not Paul, Paul <laughs> Not Mooney? Paul was... Mooney fool. I'm officially calling <laughs> for NBC to cancel Saturday Night Live. It's lame. Come on, dude. Why you, why you should go off the air like... What was the rivals back in the day? It was like... Um, Nobody, really. Well, number two, because it's a different era, too. They can't... Saturday Night Live cannot pull off the shit that they pulled off, like, in the 70s and in the 80s nowadays. Nowadays, well, everybody's so easily offended. Yeah, everybody everybody's so offended. easily offended, they can't pull off that thing. I mean, that classic Richard Pryor, Chevy Chase sketch, where, yeah, you know, Richard Pryor, Pryor, Pryor Jared job, and they do the Ward Association. Yeah. That is hilarious. Nowadays, I mean, you can't even find it on YouTube. I mean, they, they it's, it is considered offensive and terrible, blah, blah, blah. That was hilarious. You can't find it on YouTube? Last I checked, I couldn't find I was trying to show it to somebody, and I couldn't find it. You try to siphon a lot of bullshit, yeah. that, especially that... But we have, anybody that doesn't know, it was called Ward Association. You know, he, Richard Pryor comes in, Chevy Chase the hire, and they so Chevy Chase makes him play a Ward Association game. So he has to start doing different wards, you know. So Chevy Chase is a ward, and Richard Pryor has to respond with the ward that he likens with it. And eventually it starts getting racist. You know, it starts going white, and Richard Pryor says black... And then it gets at one point to where they start using racial epithets, you know. Chevy Chase has spear chucker, and then, you know, Ofei, you know. And then finally it gets to the point to where where, where where Chevy Chase looks at him and says, Richard Price says, like, one point says, honky, right? Uh-huh. Then, Richard, then Chevy Chase says, nigger. And then, and then Richard Pryor responds, dead honky. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. It was friggin' hilarious. One of the funniest sketches I ever did. And the audience was laughing, black, white, you name it. Everybody laughed at it. You know, it would be considered offensive. But. Well, I was telling you the other day that my daughter uh, said that on, I don't know what, somewhere on the online, they were trying to cancel out John Lennon because he wrote a song called Woman is the End of the World. And obviously, whoever was trying to cancel him missed the whole point of that song. Yeah, it's a feministic song, exactly. and it's basically a song saying woman's like a slave. Exactly. Well, there's and, this uh, artist also I was watching the news today I guess he does all the art in uh, Little Tokyo uh-huh. and there's one where in old old like the Japanese ways the women would serve the men sure so they were like oh let's take it down and that's in a down. lot of cultures that's not just yeah, in but, Japan I know right? that but just for like Little Tokyo shit like that they were like oh take it down it's offensive like but he's like no this this is a culture that was back in the day it's not now but it was back in the day. That's what I'm painting it about. Like, why are you trying to cancel people when shit happened hundreds, thousands of years ago? Like, like people are fucking stupid about canceling <laughs> dumb shit like that. Like, come on. There's well, other other stuff to fight about. That's not thing to fight about. 
paintings that happened years ago. Right. Well, again, the one thing that I'm like really pissy about is the whole Latinx. They're saying that they're going to start putting that shit like on applications. Are they? Yeah, I'm gonna cross that shit out and put Latino. I'm a fucking Latino. I'm not a Latinx. So what? So Latinx is just like a gender neutral thing, right? Exactly. So instead of Latino and Latinas, you just exactly. got Latinx. So you exactly. Okay. And to me, that's just absurd. It's it's a language that has existed for over far longer than some countries that were even around. It's, it's far longer than this country's been around. Mm-hmm. You're gonna sit there and all of a sudden correct thing. What, what are you correcting, really? What are you correcting? There, there's no. There's nothing to correct. Besides, I've been a Latino far longer than all these other fucking people that are trying to change this shit. Nobody sent me a memo trying to approve this fucking thing. I'm a Latino. I'm not Latinx. I think that's just absurd that people are trying to do that kind of shit. They're trying to cancel out, uh, what the hell else was something that my daughter was telling me? A lot of shit they try to cancel. They try to cancel... Well, what the fuck? There's a lot of bullshit that... Like the paintings. Yeah, yeah. And... and Music or movies. Well, uh, another thing with John Lennon. John Lennon, unfortunately, has a history of having smacked Yoko around. You know? You know what? There's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) damn it. I think a lot of people would like to slap Yoko around. John Lennon was a lucky man. (laughs) You hear that, Yoko? (laughs) Every time she sings, people want to smack her. (laughs) I'm sure he was... was, (laughs) I'm sure he got a pregnant fucking... Kicked her like he did the Stone Cold Stunner on her. Right? <laughs> oh, you're pregnant, huh? <laughs> That's her fucking Stone Cold got it. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know what? In the long run of that shit, that relationship worked out, and the only person on the face of the earth that needs to judge John Lennon for smacking Yoko Ono is Yoko Ono. That's the thing that people... And so, what do we care? What is like... That's you know? the thing that people get too involved in in celebrities' life. Exactly. And it's not like he was glorifying it. It's not like he was glorifying it. When he said it in an interview, he said it more out of regret than anything. But just in general. Like, yeah. stay away from other people's business. Yeah, they're celebrities and their life. Especially like with that, right now with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. I don't give a fuck about what's going on. Yeah, what's up with that? Doesn't she... He says she sits in the bed. She sits in bed, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> shit the bed. She said no. Well, that's good grounds for divorce, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, you sit there, you wake up to a good night's sleep, and you wake up and there's a <laughs> nice fresh piece turd. of dookie next to you. Smoky turd. That that would be a problem. Ah, <laughs> oh, baby, that Indian food didn't sit well last night. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but fuck, dude, it's like you're right. I don't give a shit about that. You know. Oh, that's their lives. They've, exactly. They, they went to that. Why does it need to be televised? <laughs> that's the thing I don't get. I know I've seen it all over the internet. What's it televised on? Who's televising that shit? I don't know what channel is being televised. That's Christopher Lloyd? Uh, yes. Christopher Lloyd. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> Holy yes, shit. Yes, it is. He's uh, Bob Odenkirk's dad. See, I'll forgive you this time because I know you haven't seen this no, movie. No, no. <laughs> I usually do that. He'll <laughs> <laughs> see The Godfather, Gary, and he'll be like, Marlon Brando's in this? Oh, shit. <laughs> Is that Al Pacino? <laughs> That's not James Caan. <laughs> he watches Superman. Is that Christopher Reeve? <laughs> where's, his, where's his wheelchair? <laughs> oh, oh. Too soon, dude. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> More like too late. He's been dead for, what, 20 years? <laughs> 
<laughs> the majority of that cast is dead. Yeah, they only, Lois Lane is dead. Yeah, Gordon only Gene Brandon's Hackman's dead. alive. Margot Kidder. Yeah, Margot Kidder's dead. Ned yeah. Beatty's dead. Yeah, Jackie Gene, only, Cooper's dead. Gene only Hackman, Gene, yeah, only Gene Hackman. Oh, Gene Hackman's still around. Gene Hackman's last man standing. Yeah, yeah. one of the best actors those, ever. I all those like actors that. like. Oh wait, Gene Hackman died. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I think we just cursed Gene Hackman. I think he's a little pissed off right you now. Know, he's like, Fuck. Well, we've, we've had a couple of. Uh, <laughs> I'm feeling a pain in my chest. Like, what was it that that day when? Whiskey J was talking about the Foo Fighters, <laughs> and then that drummer ended up fucking dying yeah, that night. We're the, like, the the late Whiskey J, right? Oh shit! Yeah, like I said, we got him with machete out in the alley. The rebellion was televised. Yes, reverse <laughs> Villalego. We're we're editing the the film footage. Gary was holding the camera, and uh, Escalante and I were with the machetes, kind of like that cow in Apocalypse Now. <laughs> uh, well, that was that. Thing they used to cut the grass, no? The yeah, it was a sickle. Yeah, yeah. That they got the poor vodka with, and those were a bunch of pinoys. Was that, that was a real the Philippines. Yeah, it's a real scene. Holy fuck! Yep, they were doing a. As a matter of fact, when you watch the, so the I'm making surprised up, the vegans haven't gone after that shit, <laughs> right? Fucking assholes. When you watch the the uh, the uh, making of, yeah, they offered the heart to Francis Ford Coppola. It was an honor to that tribe. Did he eat it? Of course. With he some, ate it. Yeah, with a nice Chianti. <laughs> <laughs> some chives he's like can I have some salt please <laughs> shit more shishari sauce make some meal out of it no shit but yeah that's a whole true thing on that set yeah that was a trip you see when you showed it to me I'm like what the fuck yeah. I thought it was fake no you real like, thing because the cow's just hanging out hey chilling <laughs> hey help me in a movie oh, fuck. <laughs> not anymore <laughs> you were there right Gary I was yeah yeah I did Gary was a Vietnam veteran, dude. You are? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. So you saw during the Vietnam War and I was sent over did, shortly did after birth and yeah. Did Forrest Gump save you? <laughs> huh? Yeah, because I got shot. <laughs> you got shot in the Botox too? Got shot in the <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, the million dollar wound. Army must have kept all that. I never saw a penny <laughs> of it. <laughs> no, I did have an uncle that was a Vietnam vet, but yeah, in fact, he was over in him. Vietnam when I when I was uh, born. When he came back, he could he uh, got shot in the shoulder, and he literally couldn't lift his arm up oh, to shit. pass a certain point. Yeah. So he was like uh, John McCain. Yeah, he pretty much. Yeah, he was on on just on the left arm. Who, but, who was yeah. that one guy that he was a senator or whatever? He wanted to become president, but he had like he had to hold a pin because his hand was all Bob fucking... Dole. <laughs> his hand was, Bob Dole. No. Yeah, that was that was yeah. He couldn't move his he couldn't move his arm. Yeah, he had to learn to be left-handed because yep. of that. Bob yeah. Dole had to learn to be left-handed. But to make it look good, he still always stuck a pin in that hand. Yeah, that sure funny because he was like, was fake as fuck. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with his hand? Didn't man? Norm MacDonald do him on a Saturday Night Live? Well, yeah, before that was Dan Aykroyd. They went in the, during the 88 uh, campeign, Saturday Night did a debate with our uh, takeoff on the Republican debates. Right, right. And then had Bob Dole, because remember uh, George Bush, the last a very like nasty attack on Bob Dole, and Bob Dole and him were going back and forth. Right. And then Dan Aykroyd turned to the Dana Carvey's George Bush and says, George, how do you like this pin? Stuck in your neck <laughs> what the hell <laughs> those are funny times dude mm-hmm. those, those funny f- times where you could say whatever you want without getting repercussions and shit I mean, like that it, it's you know what the republicans used to say something back in the day and I'll give them all full credit for this you don't like what you're hearing change the station and it's, it's true I think anybody and everybody should say whatever you yeah. know. I have a couple of people on Facebook that I don't agree with their with their whatever they're saying. I'm not gonna talk shit about. It. I just 
Continue well, quite screwing. frankly, most of the uh, people that get offended and get upset, it's mostly fake. It's just people wanting to get the attention, get attention. on themselves. It's fake outrage. Because you know what? Everybody says offensive shit. I mean, that could be offensive to somebody. Outrage? But people just need to get over the shit. Start laughing at each other again. You know what? We sit here. You know, you guys sit here. You crack jokes on each other. I crack jokes on you guys. We laugh about it. Yeah. Nobody takes it personally. Get mad at whatever yeah, it could be offensive to certain people. But you know what? But the problem is, it's the younger generation. We're raising a whole generation of pussies. <laughs> who just get offended at every little thing. And they cry and whine over every little thing. You know what? Everybody loves a good racial joke. Look at it. Okay, I'm, I'm a mutt, all right, as far as... I've got, I got Italian in me, I got German, I got Irish, I got all these different things. Crack an Irish joke at me, crack an Italian joke at me, call it all you want. If it's funny, I'm gonna laugh. Yeah. My grandfather, my, you know, gave me a fucking book. It's a double-sided book. One side is one on one side. It's the Italian. It's an official Italian joke book. The other yeah. side is the official Irish joke. I book. remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. And it's a full of, you know, I mean. Well, my niece, she married, you know, she married a, a, an Irish guy, you know, and I made jokes about, about you know, like, you know, make sure <laughs> he doesn't give you, make sure he doesn't give you a pair of Irish sunglasses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what did you get me my dinner? Oh, I'll do it in a minute. Do it now. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Laugh, you know what? It just laugh at the the absurdities no, and the domestic and the stereotypes violence is of all never races. Funny. We can all be stereotyped. Gary, Have fun. Domestic violence is never funny. Never. Ever. You should when be John ashamed. Lennon hits Yoko Ono, it's funny. <laughs> We're gonna cancel you. Yeah, whatever. Like when, Bunch of pussies. When you know what? You know what? I want to hear more jokes about gay domestic violence. Let's 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 talk about that. Let's have some gay domestic violence. All right. What are they how would do the queers? No, how would the queers do that? Like they would just. Well, if you get two Irish gay men, that'd be that'd be one hell of a brawl, wouldn't it? <laughs> Especially after getting some fucking you know well, Jen always... Hennessy in them or whatever. Oh shit! That'd be like, I'm gonna smack you. Hi. <laughs> there's hey. always there's always one like feminine Hi. one in the. But in I'm the just saying, I'm not I'm not I'm not, not picking on anybody. I'm just saying. We don't well, laugh anymore. Well, I don't know. Instead, I everybody, it's... we walk around the streets. Everybody's walking on eggshells. They're pissed off, and they're just looking for something to be pissed off about. You know what? Get over it. Start laughing and enjoying life more because you know what? Life's becoming a misery because nobody can have fun anymore. I'm having fun. Get over yourself. I do. Like, I... I'm having fun. I... Can't you guys just sat here making fun of Italians the whole time. I'm half Italian. I could have gotten pissed off. I didn't yeah, care. You didn't walk away. Your mom didn't know what you were. She thought you were half Italian. Which only Between says, her and my dad, there's so much shit in them all that nobody knows what they are. I'm which, a mutt, all right? Technically, really? if I was, a, if I was which, a canine, I'd be a mutt because I have all these different fucking breeds in me. You have a short leg and a long it's, tail. It's Gary well, that's the, what I mean. I mean, you know. Gary the Coco. I mean, okay, fine. It's all, Gary, it's all European shit. Gary, but, you're right. You're half Italian and your name is Gary. How Italian can that be? <laughs> <laughs> For real? Why don't you look it up in the book? You're, you're, well, you're, my dad apparently was mostly English and Irish and a bunch of other shit. My mom was Italian, Polish, and German Jeez. and all. I mean, everybody's just a complete mix of everything. Your you know? mom looked Italian. Yeah, well, like What I was said, her maiden name? I mean... What it, was her maiden name? Uh, La Priya? Yeah, that's Italian. <laughs> yeah, but I'm I just think, saying... I, I think I heard that on The Sopranos. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a pre-old. Were they, were they in the Nazi youth camp with Arnold? <laughs> yeah. That would have been cool. Right? But I mean, ah, like I said. You Italians. I mean, her her father and her mother were 
you know, were mutts, okay? My dad, I mean, my dad had, you know, Irish, English, some Dutch in there. My grandmother, his mother was some Dutch and all that. I mean, it was just, it was just, everybody was, it was a, free bunch, for a bunch all, of huh? European mutts. I mean, whatever, Sick man. I mean, everybody's out there. Sounded like God, a 70s orgy to me, dude. Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, Francis, you got pregnant? I'm sorry. <laughs> They're like, you are not the, the point father, I'm just making you is, might be... you know what? Let's just laugh at ourselves again. Why can't we? But you're being serious right now saying that. Oh, Christopher Lloyd just blew a bunch of thugs away. Yeah, it's not that shit. What the fuck? His He's like, <laughs> you're going back to the future now, oh, son of a bitch. fat orderly. <laughs> you know, if everybody knows Christopher Lloyd, you know, for the Back to the Future movie, you know what he was great on was Taxi. Yeah, he was terrific on Taxi. <laughs> yeah. Uncle, yeah. Uncle Fester, man. Yeah, he was Uncle Fester, too. That's right. But no, but Taxi, that was, you know, he was great as that old oh, burnout. Oh, yeah. I like him in this already, though. This is badass. <laughs> right? All right. I know that we've been having some fun, and guess what? Break. Break time? <laughs> Our number one is oh, done. Damn, we'll okay. be right back, and it'll sound to you guys like it's a couple of seconds. To us, it's a while. Brian and Whittier. Ladies and gentlemen, let's do our number two. Hey, hey. What yeah. music are you going to play now? What kind of gay shit is this? Some jazz. You'll hear it getting good right now, bitch. <laughs> well, it's Freddie Hubbard. Don't bag on Freddie Hubbard. Freddie Hubbard was a shit, man. Yeah. This is, this is, I'm going to get you naked kind of music. Hell yeah. Like right baby here. making music and shit. Yeah, this is yeah, this is the kind of shit you put on when you got a special lady. <laughs> <laughs> lady. Like hey, you guys should know. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm wearing button-down jeans for you, baby, to make it right easy there, access. baby. Easy access, baby. Yeah. Welcome back to the Rambling Alcoholics Hour number two. Whose album is this? Yours or? This is uh, the Rumsters. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had the nice big blues album in the first hour. Because I think do you, you and do I you guys are... go shopping at the same place or you guys shop at somewhere else? For the you album? go to Levels a lot, but you also go to Rhino, Rhino out there. Rhino Records, yeah, yeah. They're actually moving from Claremont to Montclair, unfortunately. Oh, oh, no, it's still close to my house, but... Really? I like Claremont Village a lot better. I like going there and going around Claremont Village, eating at the Why restaurants, so going to the wine shop there, but... Because of the Rona or what? Huh? No, because of the fucking rents. I guess the, the Chinese company that owns the building Ooh. jacked up the rent, so... They're moving to Montclair. The I guess. people! Yeah, yeah, it's a bigger building, too, so... Have you guys been to the new Amoeba? 
Actually, we're planning on taking Joy because uh, for her birthday, the Nino Gary Rumster is my do- uh, my daughter's goddaughter. He got her a uh, uh, turntable. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she, of course, wants her record. Not just a turntable. A turntable with a Bluetooth speaker. That is correct, sir. That is correct, sir. I didn't get her some cheap-ass turntable. I actually spent some money because I knew that I want the kid to be happy. <laughs> By the way, has she tried it out yet? Uh, no, because I've been keeping her. I've been keeping her busy the last week. So. Good grief! She wanted a turntable. And she haven't tried it out yet, dude. I'm offended. <laughs> I'm gonna cancel her. He <laughs> <laughs> wants his gift back. <laughs> cancel you both. What kind of parent are you? Make her listen to it. Damn it. You know, you're a, damn, make her listen to it. You're a cunt. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we, get, right. we we chopped up one cunt leader and we get another one. Look at this. Right, here we go. <laughs> quiet, 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 quiet. Oh. What the hell? This that was pop. the pussiest fucking You bought this pop. bottle, dude, and it's a fucking weak-ass uh, cork that wasn't dude, in there. Dude, I have never failed like that on a cork. The only yeah. time was when the fucking cork dissolved. Remember that? This, this is what here. happens when you buy Charles Shaw. Fuck you, I don't <laughs> buy Charles Shaw. I never bought Charles Shaw. Well, actually, I did, but that was, that <laughs> no, was in got, my very I, beginning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Charles Shaw is uh, Trader Joe's two-buck Chuck. No, it's three-buck Chuck now. Well, Inflation. I'm sure it'll be four-buck Chuck before we know it. <laughs> well, uh, well, the last time it I know was, it When it was two-buck Chuck, it was overpriced. <laughs> it, it was awful. As where, a matter of fact, where do they grow these fucking grapes for this cheap ass wine? I have no clue. But all I know is that for a certain oh, birthday, I'll tell you the legend of the Charles Shaw story. All right, cool, cool. The legend story of the Charles time. Shaw story is this: that Charles Shaw and his wife got divorced, and part of the settlement was that she would get the proceeds from his little vineyard that he had. Right. And so, in order for her to deny her a lot of money, he decided to make real cheap wine for Trader Joe's. Sell it at a real cheap price so she wouldn't get that much money out. There's of it. always a nefarious story. I don't know if that's true to. or not. That's what that's what the legend is. It's a legend, I guess you could say. It's People always out a nefarious there, you can do your story. own research and see if that's true or not. But that's the legend of the Charles. You're Shaw the story. you're the research king, Escalante. What? You're the research king. Charlie Shaw, or is it Charles or Charlie? Well, it's called Charles. Yeah, it's still shit. <laughs> Fill that fucker up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you got the. For your birthday, was it like you, you turned forty? I think when you got that. Yeah, I turned nice, forty. Nice little six pack of. Exactly. There was a there was a certain uh, former host that showed up <laughs> and uh, handed me a bag, six bottles full of uh, what? I, when I saw the top of the seal, I just fucking popped one. I started laughing, and then uh, Whiskey J started laughing when I popped the bottle up. That's when you turned to him, right? It's kind of like, "Well, what are you guys laughing about?" And he told you, right? You guys want to hear the story? Yes. Story time? Story time! Trader Joe's has sold nearly a billion bottles of its renowned Charles Shaw wine since 2002. Jesus, fuck. Who the fuck fuck buys this shit? Bunch of people don't want to spend any money. The man who shares his name with the brand hasn't earned a dime from it. Wow. Affectionately known as Two Buck Chuck because of its affordable price tag, Charles Shaw wine dates back into the 1970s. When a man named Charles Shaw, now 74, moved to Paris and fell in love with wine. And who doesn't? Shaw had a dream of bringing French wine to America and did just that. He bought a vineyard in California and rolled out the first... What the fuck is that? Gamay? Gamay? G-A-M-A-Y? G-A-M-A-Y. A-Y. Gamay? Gamay. A type of 
I'm not even going to attempt that shit. In 1979, he went on to win an award for the wine, which was also chosen to be served at three White House dinners. Damn. So Charles Shaw was served at the White House. Exactly, dude. Jimmy Carter. However, after the a series of fortunate bad. events at some a costly Shaw. divorce, Shaw was forced to give up on his dream. Ah, shit. See, fucking women. God damn it. like I had to give up on my Harley, dude. But here, I'll, I'll, throw, I'll, I'll throw a little shameless plug out there. You know, if you do want a cheap wine, if you like wine, but you know, your budget's a little tight, whatever. Yeah, there yeah. are some good cheap wines out there. And I will actually stand by this wine. It is basically Aldi. Their wine, it's basically their version of Two Buck Chuck. It's called Winking Owl. And they got several different varietals. It sells for about two fifty, two sixty a bottle, at least last I checked. And it's uh, everything I've had by them, from their Syrah to their Cab to their Pinot Gris to their Chardonnay, their White Zinfandel. It's all really good. It's, I mean, it's not you know going to be great like you know more higher end wine, but it's not bad you know especially for a cheap wine. It kicks the shit out of two buck Chuck, that's for sure. We're about trying the, to. We're did you hear about the Aldi, the the meme or the joke about Aldi? No. Would you buy the nuts from Aldi? Because then they would name it Aldi's Nuts. <laughs> that would be cool. Thank you for sharing that because I actually do buy my cashews at Aldi. But <laughs> there you go, Aldi's Nuts. You get a big ass, big huge jug for ten ninety nine, and cashews are expensive. It's actually really good. But now I've got all these nuts. Great, Aldi's Nuts. All <laughs> these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but back to the point yeah you you want wine but you you know you're tight on the money right now go no, to Aldi, Aldi. try okay. winking out it is actually there's some good shit at Aldi yeah it is not bad no, and no, a lot not... of other good shit at Aldi no, yeah, 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 yeah their cheeses I've been there and all a few that times yeah. and the food frozen food or the veggie everything why alright that, that's what's up <laughs> But anyway, that's my shameless plug, Aldi. Winking <laughs> Owl, it's called Winking Owl. It's their only exclusive brand. Last I checked, it was about two fifty a bottle. It may be more now. I don't know how inflation's affecting them, but... You know what? The the way I look at it with the uh, rambling, with the Ramble Army, if you guys can drink Coors Banquet, which is about as cheap a <laughs> fucking beer as they come, you Dude, can drink some hey, really cool, cheap wine. I, last time I was down, I tried one out, out of the bottle wasn't too bad. I mean, it wasn't great. It wasn't like my first preference. But dude, you're not job. the biggest beer drinker in the world, dude. It does dude. job. Yeah. But it was, it was, it was all right. It was all right. I don't know. It was all right. Maybe I become too much of an asshole. Not out of the can. Maybe I don't. Any beer out of the can, I can't handle. Come on. There's some good canned beer, especially like some what? of the craft beer that's going on lately. No, there's a lot of breweries out here. Dude. Yeah, a lot of well, no, I prefer the, I prefer the craft breweries. I love yeah. I love the craft. I what's love it, all the shit that they're doing. That's right. great. I know you post some of them on Facebook where you go. Yes, you do. Where you yeah, down in Chino Hills, Lucador Brewing. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, very good. Which they one, got a they got a taco stand in there. They sell all kinds tacos. of Mexican food. Really, your, really good. What's your go-to when huh? you drink out there? Huh? What's your go-to beer? There. Well, the thing is, though, it's always changing. You can go there one day, you go there the next week, what you liked last week may not even be yeah, there anymore. They're true, always changing. True. It's always rotating. But you're, you're particular to sours, though. You like ciders and sours. I do like ciders and sours, but I do like I do like some dark beers, too. Yeah, okay, okay. They had this one last time I was there. It was last month, and it, I forgot what it was called, but it was like a dark chocolate 
beer. I mean, it was. Yeah, I know that one. It was called it was Dark Chocolate Beer. <laughs> it's called. I can't remember the name. It was the, really, really good. It's but it's in Lucador Ch- Brewing. I know they got several out there, but the one near me is in Chino Hills, California. For Gary, it's called the Jungle Fever Style. <laughs> <laughs> you got Jungle Fever, fool? I did not have jungle fever. You haven't clapped any. Not that there's anything wrong with jungle fever. I mean, I'm not saying I couldn't get jungle fever, but right now, no, I do not have jungle fever. Come on, dude. Like the time? Time. That was jungle love. Still the same fucking thing. Jungle Jungle fever. That's that Spike Lee movie. That's 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 when a white and a black. All right, so let me ask you. You can participate too, Escalante. What jungle love is better, Steve Miller's or the Times? The Time. I'm not a big Steve Miller oh, fan. The the Steve Miller one goes jungle. But if you want to feel cool in the gang in there with Jungle Boogie, that's that's the best. Yeah, oh, that's the Pulp Fiction. Well, but that's but that's, but that's yeah, that's Steve Miller. That I, I, I really, in fact, that song sucks. <laughs> jungle love driving me crazy. You know, I'll I'll go with I'll go with what the time. I wonder why he's driving him crazy. Well, Steve Miller's from Oklahoma, so he probably doesn't like. <laughs> so he probably grew up with racist going, tendencies. So the fact that he's falling for a black going, woman going probably drives him crazy. I'm, going back when you guys used to hang out. And I oh, think he's from Texas. I think Steve Miller's from Texas. Actually, the movie that we were watching. Was, let's and, look that up. Escalante, where's Steve Miller from? Gary says like, "Oh, look at those jungle bunnies." I'm like, "What the <laughs> fuck is that?" <laughs> I'm like, "What's a jungle bunny?" I'm like, "What oh. is a jungle bunnies and shit?" Now I know. <laughs> Like, holy shit you know my daughter got upset with me when I told her the other day but um I repeated Samuel L. Jackson's line in Pulp Fiction that's what I was waiting for Negro <laughs> <laughs> that's Miller. all you had to say Negro you're, you're sitting in the wolf <laughs> Steve Miller happy man? now motherfucker Steve Miller well, yeah is... that's all you had to say Negro uh, his name is Stephen Howarth Miller He's from Mil- Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh, he's from Wisconsin? I thought he was like from the Texas. But... No wonder he sucks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what kind of blues man comes out of Wisconsin? No shit. Right? And they say Steve Miller apparently was a student of Les Paul. Of Les Paul. Where what do you hear the... any fucking, the, other than the and Joe and, and the I Joker, hear, I hear what, what notable Steve Miller riff is out there? I hear nothing uh, uh, of Les Paul and uh, Steve Miller. Yeah. But you know what? He is a space cowboy, dude. <laughs> I do like the Joker. I like that Joker's song. Joker's a good but, song. But other than that, I really You are a big Abacadabra fan, dude. Don't <laughs> <let>. <laughs> that was about his war. And that one, where's the even... There's no guitar. That, that's a synthesizer song. Want to do the, the fan questions? Oh, you got them too? Yeah. All right. to me. All right. Very good. We're going to start with our fan questions. Fan Ready? Questions. Fan questions. Fan questions. Fan questions. Here's the cult from, leaders in the ho- in the alley chopped up. <laughs> Here's one from our avid listener. He's cool. The Pebble. The Pebble. Yes, sir. He has two. I think first two of them is, were the same. The first one, I think what he tried to say, it says, how does it feel doing an episode with the cult leader? I'm assuming he's saying, how does it feel to do an episode without the cult leader? Right. I think he left that out. So Yes. Well, how do you feel? Yeah, it's cool. Like, we... You know, he's, he's obviously like the amps is up. Right. He's the, the leader of, of the show. But it's the beginning of, of many. I'm sure he, he could miss. You know, we could continue doing our right. own shit. Like, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Like, it's it's something different. 
right. for I the mean, listeners to listen to. I mean, still, it's not like you and I don't talk to each other. We shoot the shit when we have our time. Yeah, we haven't yeah. shot the shit as much as we would like to lately no, no, because yeah. we've been our schedules are Business, shit. Fuck yeah. But with Gary involved as well, yeah, you know, yeah, we've always yeah. shot the you shit. Know, whenever so. uh, Whiskey J is missing, we want whatever listeners or podcasters to come down and hang out with us. Yep. Yep. You know, I did reach out to one and he didn't respond. I'm no. just going to name, uh, name him nameless. Probably busy because he has his, uh, I think, niece or nephew, uh-huh. baby, and he goes visit to him a lot. That's time. no excuse. It's the rambling alcoholics, dude. And the That's, second question is yes. by the pebble. It's towards it, me. Oh. All hail the cult leader. <laughs> will Esqueleto stay awake or will he stay for the full duration of the episode? I'll answer that. <laughs> I will answer that. I will answer that. <laughs> Number one, I have a killer-ass coffee machine, so if he needs coffee, coffee will be had by that's, Escalante. That's the third of the question. He goes, because the cult leader won't be there to make him coffee. <laughs> cough, bitch, cough. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> <coughs> bitch. <laughs> but Which Escalante... Like, I don't mind it. It's funny. No, but Escalante at this hour looks wide awake. Yeah, I do. So, yeah. yeah there's... Like I, I, went, I went home. I get home early, so I yes. just relaxed and knocked out for a bit the original plan was I told Escalante this morning and Escalante knew that I was up like pretty early for my for me as well I told him hey man my door will be open just fucking come in and conk out on the sofa if you want to yeah but my dad uh, he had bought me a mojarra yes I saw the one that mom posted Ooh, yesterday that shit was I Mojarra, like white fish, which is, um, you know... Uh, but that fish is it's a hybrid. It's not even out in the wild. No, it's nuts. I think they farm it. Yeah, they farm it. It's right. a, so a farm fucking so the, fish. Yeah, so the chinks like, like to fry it. and oh, uh, dude, across... Now that, <sighs> from the parents live at? Yes. They fry it for free? You know who doesn't like fish at all? Mr. Garrison. <laughs> but swims, I don't eat it. No. Even I'm if not like kind of, swimming, I, outside of it? outside of shrimp, like in a shrimp cocktail or a steak and fried shrimp thing, I don't eat I don't eat seafood. I don't what? eat river food. I don't eat lake food. But fucking comes out of the water. I don't eat it. Women sh- swim. Yeah. When I say it swims, I'm talking about if it has to. If, let me let me rephrase that. If it can't survive out of water, <laughs> I don't eat it. So you won't eat a whale. No, I will not eat a whale. Can only survive out of the water for so long. Will you eat a sea lion? They can only survive out of the water for so long. No, they beach their ass there for six months. Oh, whatever. I wouldn't eat a sea lion. Nobody eats sea lion. Tell me, tell me one person who eats a sea lion. Norwegians. <laughs> Are you bagging on the Norwegians now? I am not. I'm. You asked me a question. They fucking eat what? I'm not, I don't know. I I have to look that up. I don't know. I've never been to Norway. <laughs> Right. Here's a question. So I haven't been to a restaurant in Norway, so I don't know if there's sea lion on the All menu. Right. But you know what? If there was sea lion on the menu, You'd I wouldn't it. eat it. You'd eat it. Our friend Edgar Alviso. Yes, Alviso. He, uh, three questions. But this is a question for all three of us. Break out with your phone. Break out, Gary. It says, okay. Wait, 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 wait. I got to break out. There break go. out. I just broke out. Broke out, okay. I will. He <laughs> says... Okay, this is pop quiz time. I need for you to, to what the fuck, or to pop out with your phones and play back the last song you were listening to on either Spotify or Apple or Pandora, etc. Whenever you're listening to a provider of choices. So, what was your last song you played? All right, hold on. Let's put the let's put the jazz yeah, record on hold and play. Wait, who All goes right. first? Go, Gary Ramsey. 
Okay, actually, I'm glad he asked that because you know what? I actually am pulling that up right now. You're it pulling right it here. out? Oh, oh, shit. Oh, shut oh, up. Shit. There's yeah. no turtleneck. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got to wait for the fucking ad to finish. Here we go. That has a fin. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Why is it bushy? Yeah, you don't. Fuck, you're totally 70s, dude. Hey, hold on. All right, all right. I'll go with that. Hell yeah, Psycho Killer? Yeah. Damn right. Hell yeah, I love that song. Back before I left to come over here, that's what I called. I love that song. I fucking. I love me some Talking Heads. They're a great band. Like, Talking Heads could be like. For for me to hear this song? What? It's true. That doesn't go with them. Alright. How about yours, Galante? Alright. S.A. I love me some Talking Heads. What did you say about the Talking Heads, Gary? Like, I didn't know they were like, they would. Play that type of music. They were fucking awesome. Okay. The talking heads are great. Here's mine. This is the last time I played one. I just drove up. Oh, I just had so much beer. Air supply? <laughs> no. <laughs> Air supply. That sounds. Sounds like your band, right? Come on, dude. Oh, Depeche No, 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 Depeche Mode. Uh, Susie and the Banshees. Susie and the Banshees. Yes. Cities in Dust. That is a good damn song. I love this fucking song. Yeah. Susie was cool. She was sexy as fuck. So, Mr. Right. Edgar, it goes with your song, Gary? Hmm? <laughs> Wait, what? what? I'm you sorry. sounded like played. John McCain. Huh? <laughs> 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 it goes with the song you just played. Psycho Killer. Oh, Psycho Killer. Yeah, yeah. Cities and Does. Now, Mr. Lou. Mine was the one that I actually played for uh, the Rumpster the other day because I think this is a great song. I love this song. Billy Idol's new song. Oh. Fucking awesome is song. It? Yeah. Okay. This is like right up my alley, this kind of music. That's a good song. Yeah, I liked it actually. Yeah, it's I was very surprised. Good. I'm not. I actually, actually not, nothing against Billy Idol. Did enjoy some of his '80s stuff. I never really thought this was actually Billy Idol actually getting kind of more artistic. Artistic, yeah. yeah. I didn't. I really never saw much of an artist more or less of just a blatant rocker. But yeah, yeah but that was a good song. Give me a minute here. There we go. Alright. Awesome. So anyways, that's the that's the song that I was listening to last. And, and the reason that I'm listening to a lot of music, especially new music by yeah. people that I like, yeah. and I've always liked Billy Idol. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, you know, I, think yeah, it, yeah. I think it's pretty badass. Is Because uh, right now, since I'm working on my third project, I'm kind of looking for direction, and that was one of the songs I'm looking at. So yeah, cool beans. Next question, sir. Next question is, he says... God damn it, hold on. Damn, you can't read, huh? No, no, it's... <laughs> Well, he dropped out in the second grade, man. Come on. Give him a break. He's doing the best he can. Okay. 
Bears Bernstein. That's For it. all three of us again? Yes, it's sir. It's same Edgar. He says, I have a playlist labeled as Windows Up. It's music that I listen to by myself with Windows Up. It would be considered my guilty pleasure of songs. Of, for example, one of them is Love Shack by the B-52. Wow, okay. Do I never thought that have, was a guilty pleasure. That's a party song. Do you guys have any songs that you think you would be playlist like that? Like, what's your guilty pleasure? What do you guys go to when you're like, this is something like nobody else will listen to. This is, I'm in my room. I'm going to listen to this shit. And people like... Yeah. All they're right. Gonna, they're like they're gonna talk shit about me because I listen to this song or or not. So is this is it my turn or who's going yeah, first go on ahead, this? Go first. Um, I'm about to put my manhood on the line. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> All right, but this is actually a song I really really liked by a band that everybody would laugh at or a duo I would say would laugh out. Um, but I always liked the song, and even as I gotten older, I like it. Um, okay. So here we go. Oh, hold on. It's a fucking ad again. <laughs> Pay for it, goddammit. <laughs> oh, my God. Air Supply. <laughs> All Out of Love by Air Supply. It's a good fucking song. I'm it's when the guy say. sings it's a great song. With my head oh, yeah. on the phone. Thinking of you too. I, I think I, I hear that song Somebody snorting a fat fucking coke line dude <laughs> The song is great until the high pitch guy comes in I'm You know what That kind of ruins it But it's still Yeah I'll go with that Yeah Escalante Guilty pleasure This is a uh, It's a female singer recently right now Her name is Cannons I don't know if you ever heard of her Nope Does she have some Cannons I don't know why she's like kind of like funk music, kind of. The song is called "File Fire for You." That sounds interesting. Huh? I can dig that. That doesn't sound very guilty pleasure. It's guilty pleasure is a song like you'd be embarrassed if you, but I was like, that you like it. I mean, I, like I said, like I, I threw, I threw away my manhood right here on the air. <laughs> so I like this song. It's pretty, it's her, she, this sounds kind of cool. I, I like this. it. Yeah. She's a new singer. Her, her name cool. is Cannons, if you guys want to listen to her. What she look like? I, I, don't I might want to sleep with her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this would qualify for, uh, for guilty pleasure, but I love this singer. I think she's fucking awesome. Sade? Yes, sir. Dude, that's, that's not guilty. Putting Sade is cool. And Sade is people hot. Think that, people think that Sade is like just for chicks. No, 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 no. She's for guys. Hey. <laughs> I want her to sit on my face. All right. So, Sade so. is hot. <laughs> All right. Okay. How does okay. she look like now? So, so here's a guilty pleasure. Okay, okay, look. I threw my manhood away. And you guys come up with some cool shit as guilty pleasure. <laughs> Give me a break. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. Redo, redo, yeah, redo, 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 redux. <laughs> yes. Both of you redo it, cause that was cool stuff. This is cool. Something that out there you'd be embarrassed. You would not drive around in your car with the windows down and blaring out. Here you go. Okay, Ambrosia, good guilty pleasure. That's okay, a good I'll give guilty pleasure. That. I'll go with Ambrosia. It's called "You're the Biggest Part of Me." Exactly. Yeah. This is what they used to call puss rock. <laughs> Well, nowadays it classifies as yacht rock. 
Here, this is like guilty pleasure, which Jaime calls me gay for it. Okay, okay, give me a second. Let this guy sing. No, no. no. Oh, I heard that song. That's a good song. I like that song. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. But it's a push. You would never think Mr. Lou would yeah, listen to this. Yeah, this is not shit you would drive down Santa Monica Boulevard <laughs> with your windows down. Yeah. Or PCH with your Wait. windows down, cruising for chicks. I have, it, I have this on my playlist. Do when, it. When I play it, I skip it. Do it. <laughs> Do it. See, I don't have playlists. I just play the visual stuff. Oh. Okay, yeah. Abba. Anything Abba is guilty pleasure. I'll give you that much. That's throwing your manhood on the line completely. Good for you. I'm proud of you. I started playing it. Particularly that song. Though. <laughs> that one, yeah. <laughs> That's fucking cheese galore, dude. That shit was recorded in Wisconsin. Fuck it, with me. He's like, he looks at me. He looks at me like, and I look at him. I'm not gay. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Like okay. All right. All right. I, I, I have another one. This is kind of getting. This is kind of getting fun, actually. All right. Ready? And you're gonna sit there. No, that doesn't count. But I think it does. But I think it does. Oh come on. Well, yeah. There you are. Throwing your. That's putting your manhood on the line. I gotta <laughs> give you that. Yeah. yeah I love fucking. Country club's cool, man. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But I would never say that out loud. <laughs> Ready for Edgar's last question? Absolutely. Which is for you. Not question, but it's mostly a... A comment? Comment towards you. And... You ready? Yes, sir. All right. Mr. Edgar says... First of all, thank you very much, Mr. Lou, he says. You are definitely my favorite musician. Your your art made my wife cry last yesterday. Last yet okay yesterday yes for our 16 year anniversary I am deeply in debt to you my friend wait so, wait 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 whoa most whoa, grateful. whoa thank whoa, you whoa whoa what <laughs> did I hear that correctly yes. yes say that again he said first of all thank you very much Mr Lou you are definitely my favorite musician your art made my wife cry last week for our 16 16 year anniversary I am deeply in debt to you my friend. That's not uh, the first time he's made a woman cry. <laughs> in fact, not, a woman always cries when she gets in the bed with Mr. Lou and she sees what's really going on down there. Soccer mom. No, I'm just no but no, he is uh, right. Mr. Lou is a talented musician, so. Thank you. Oh, shit. Whoa, shit. What the, what the fuck, man? You didn't crack that shit, no, right? No, I didn't break it, You fucker. You suck, dude. You know what? Fuck you. Here, fill my glass again. Son of a bitch. How dare you fucking waste some wine like that, dude? You know that it, you know that it, uh, the 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 cunt leader's uh, wife We're was Mr. accused Lou's of... house and he has no tables, so I have to put my wine on the floor. I'm a single man. I don't fucking need tables, bitch. You just I'm need to fucking... I'm a single man and I have tables. Yeah, because you're a cunt. That's why. <laughs> you also have carpet on your floor, so... <laughs> Oh, that's going to change real soon. I'm having new floors. And oh, stuff. is it? Yeah. Here, fill up my shit again. So anyways, um, uh, Edgar and his uh, cool wife, Miss Elizabeth. Pull that fucker up. There Elizabeth, you go. I thought it was Crystal or Miss Kitty. No, no, no. Edgar's? Oh, Edgar. Yes. Oh, sorry. No, um, they celebrated. Can you believe it? Long haul, dude. 16 long years getting uh, being married. And uh, he asked me if I could help him articulate, you know, how he feels about his wife and their life together. And so um, I wrote a poem for her and I wrote a song as well. And 
apparently it went over pretty well. So I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that uh, both his wife, his wife actually wrote me and told me that. Oh, she, did she? Yeah, she told me that it, she oh, cried cool. when she heard the song. Yeah, so I'm I'm happy that I was able to do yeah, that for yeah. them. I think I told you guys that about that a couple of months back, right? About you told I had me mentioned you made a song it, yeah. for them. Yeah, you mentioned yeah. it, but. You didn't really like elaborate on it. No, no, and it's just kind of a song for them, and oh, okay. so you know, it was. Uh, I'm and glad I'm they liked it. I glad I'm sure Edgar's a great guy, but here's my issue. <laughs> <laughs> he asked you to write a poem for his wife. Yes. The fuck. He should have written the poem himself for his wife. Well, he sent me a lot of stuff, and like I told her playfully on the recording, I said, "Yeah, he sent me a lot of stuff, but I didn't use any of it." <laughs> oh shit. Because Mr. Lou is like Mr. Stud over here. Oh, shut up. And I'll tell you this much. He might take your wife, Edgar. Oh. <laughs> oh shit. You, you entrusted a lot into this, this man here. He may, He's a dog. <laughs> he'll, go into the, he'll go into the ghetto and clap Oh, cheeks. boy. Yep. Tell him that story about the ghetto. I, This man over here. <laughs> All right. You know, as we work our regular jobs. About 20 years ago or so, I get a phone call <laughs> at 11.30 at night, on a Monday night, a work night. <laughs> this guy calls me and says, hey, can you come and pick me up? And I said, what's wrong? Your car broke down or something? Oh, well, no, man. I got a long story. Well, where am I picking you up at? All right, tells me Prairie and something in fucking Hawthorne, California. That's right. Now, if you're not from California, I'll tell you right now, Hawthorne, Inglewood, those are shit <laughs> neighborhoods that you want to stay the fuck out of. And he sends me down into the heart of Shitsville. <laughs> you rougher coke too, no? And I'm like, when he told me, I was worried about him. So I show up there, right? And I pull up outside the address he gave me. Back then, you had to use Thomas Guides, all right? God. And I call him from my big-ass, huge cell phone, which we had back then. Is that said, I'm Morrison? here out front waiting for you. Oh, I'll be right down. All right, as I'm waiting, two guys show up and knock on my window. What and I kind of roll it down just a little bit. And what I said, what? He said, yeah. He goes, yeah, what What you want? And I said, what do I want? And they go, yeah, what you want? And I got, the, I kind of cut on it real quick. These were fucking drug dealers. They thought, I, they thought a white guy in their neighborhood. They thought for sure he was here to buy drugs. I said, oh no, I'm just waiting to pick a friend up. All right, cool. And they walk away. And I saw one guy. He had a fucking gun tucked in his pants. There's your, there's your the pixie. pixie. Hold on, okay. So right. anyway, I'll, to finish the story in just a second. All right. You well, guys thank, talk. Well, here's another question my from. Pizza's here. The last question is from the tap. Yes, our friend Fidel. Podcast. Mr. Yes. Fidel says, with the cult leader out of this week, I assume we'll be able to listen to the entire audio. Goddamn right. What kind of a... What do you take me for? <laughs> well, it could happen last time when you guys were filming, I mean, filming, recording. He said that... Um, Whiskey J said that um, the second half was, was deleted. It or, was, it but, but here, well, here's the reason. Okay. I told him, do you want me to handle the recording? Because I had figured out what happened. And he said, no, I got it. I got it. Did he get it? This is why you and him did another episode. <laughs> yeah, we did that little... Right. Yeah. But let me finish my story. Oh, yeah. Yes. So anyway, after getting you know approached by drug dealers, 
And I call this guy up, and he takes a, like five to ten minutes to get down. And he finally gets in my car. And I said, "What the fuck is this? This guy Wait. is working." The other one. In air freight. There you gets go. Gets a call from a customer looking for tracking on her load. <laughs> and he winds up going, getting picked up by her, taken to her apartment in the middle of the shitters. And he bangs her all night, and then calls me to pick him up. She's lost control again, dude. And then he told me she was a fatty. <laughs> she was beefy. She had a nice butt. That the regardless, fuck? Well, this is, I'm, I didn't see her. I'm just basing on what you told me. He yeah, went I to work. couldn't believe it. I he said, went you called me up on a work night to pick you up in the middle of fucking you Hawthorne. <laughs> you should have. Well, there was no Uber back in the day. You should have told <laughs> Yeah, there was no Uber back then. There was no Uber Man, yeah. this guy up because he actually let her take over instead of following her over there or something, meeting up somewhere. <laughs> no, he leaves his car behind and calls me to come pick him up like I'm his fucking taxi service. And you went. That's the shit. Because I was worried when he said Hawthorne, I was worried. What the hell are you doing in Hawthorne? Getting laid. Yeah, getting laid by piece of ghetto. She what wasn't a, ghetto. She was actually kind of cool. Well, she lived she in the cool. ghetto. That makes her ghetto. No, no. She lived in the ghetto, but she was really kind of cool, actually. You ever see her again? Yeah, several times. God damn. As a matter of fact, uh, the morning of 9-11, I was with her. She had, um, we, you know, had spent the night on 9-10. (laughs) And she woke up, hey, I got to get up and, you know, take a shower and stuff. Not only because she'd been with me, but because, you know. (laughs) Probably felt defiled by Exactly, she needed to go to work. Hold on, I shake your hand and I take a shower. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so she uh, no she took a shower and so you know me my habit is always to watch the news in the morning yeah yeah, yeah. and so uh, when I turned on the news the first building was on fire oh shit okay yeah and uh, Katie Couric uh, Lauer and uh, I can't believe remember the other guy's name was the uh, Jennings something Jennings he, um, I guarantee you this, Matt Lauer probably had some woman locked in his he office. He probably did. <laughs> but um, the first building was on fire. And they all thought at that point, it was crazy because at that point, everybody thought that it was an accident. Yeah. That's that some they, yeah. fucking plane just decided to fly through the city and hit this building, right? And so she came out of the shower. I'm still, I'm still in, the, in the bed watching the news. And she comes out, she goes, what's going on? And I told her, hey, you know, some plane got into the city and there's a big accident, right? Yeah, Those were in bed with all that musk all over you, right? <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> and so we hadn't even, I hadn't even, those words hadn't even come out of my mouth. When the, when the second plane goes, boom. And both of us just stayed there really quiet. We we're like. And let me guess, he said, do you still want to suck my dick? <laughs> you yeah, want to fuck still? Yeah, I did. I go, you want to go uh, for the round? The second plane has hit the second tower. Hey, babe, want to fuck? <laughs> Mr. Lou says, R- round it's, three? <laughs> it's, it's high noon in my sundial. <laughs> it's high noon. <laughs> yeah, sure. sure. He wants a pixie? Yes. And so, no, so, so when the second uh, plane hit, Matt Lauer was the first one to set it. He said, it goes, this is terrorism. This is terrorism. So it was it was impactful. I mean, and I and I spent it with I that gal. Scream cool. from his office, going, "No, this is terrorism! This is terrorism!" <laughs> no, what I said was, "I'm going to call Gary to come pick me up again." 
Hey Gary, I'm in Hawthorne. Come pick me up. <laughs> During the 9/11, fuck it, come pick me up. Mm-hmm. Well, those are our questions for tonight, and I like thank Fidel and Edgar and the Pebble for you know giving us their insights. Absolutely. Knowing that Whiskey J, the co-leader, is is on. He's in Oregon, and he's he might get his. Thank you. He might get domed up by a man, by a dude, by a. <coughs> it's all, a man, baby. They're all drunk right now. He said, and he was offered to get domed up by his sister-in-law's boyfriend since he's bisexual. He wants to see Whiskey J's dick, and he wants to. That's desperate, though, dude. And who else is bisexual? Who, Mr. Lou? Fuck off! I knew it. No, Mr. Lou is not bisexual. When I say when he say he's bisexual, that means he likes both men and boys. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a pastor? <laughs> oh shit! That's right. And it's just it's. Like thank, we'd like to thank you everybody. Like everybody, yeah. where everybody's cool with us. Everybody's, thank you for downloading all our episodes and just listening to our shit. And all the dumbass rambling, fighting, <laughs> joking. No, and, and racism Edgar, that comes out of our fucking mouth. And Edgar and Elizabeth from the Rambling Alcoholics, congratulations on a 16-year marriage. That is awesome. Wow, that's rare. Yes, nowadays it's fucking rare. Yeah, I couldn't fucking last more two than years. 10. Is rare. Yeah. I'll tell you what I was I was with my ex-wife For 11 years Five of them married 16 years I would have been like Saying fuck that shit <laughs> but Congratulations to them No but congratulations but you know To At you guys At least nobody sure. shat in the bed Right <laughs> No nobody No in, in our In our uh, divorce trial The worst it got Is that I lost the, My job on the Pirates of the Caribbean To <laughs> oh, oh. You've never heard this huh What Joy Division Yeah Okay. Oh, it is album, yeah. Download this shit. Yes, good shit. When Gary heard it, you know what he did? Mm. He put on black makeup under his eyes and wanted to hang himself in a cellar. <laughs> is that emo? Yeah, just like, what was his name? Ian Curtis? What that was Ian his name? Curtis. Yeah, Ian Curtis, yeah. You know that, uh, I think on Tuesday, it was 40 years ago that he did that to himself. Wow. Yep, 40 years ago. And I used to fucking hear that shit on K-Rock music when I was a teen. God, I feel old. All this news you hear, that you you hear that you know about, and you think about into your head, you're like, it happened like five, ten years ago. But when you realize it's like 25, 30, 40 years ago, like what the fuck? <laughs> it doesn't seem like it. It goes no, so it doesn't. Fast. It doesn't seem like it. You're like, realize how fast time fucking goes. That well, yeah. I mean, let's let's talk about what happened to me this week. My daughter. His birthday was on yeah, Monday. Yeah. She's 14. And I on Wednesday... I, I shared pictures of her. Right, right. And on, Wednesday, and on Wednesday, she graduates junior high and is gonna, and after the summer, she's going to be in high school. I am going to be the father of a high school freshman. I'm sure there's a lot, a lot of parents that listen, that listen to the podcast. Yeah, I think for just four short years, you think these went fast in just four short years, you're going to be the father of a high school graduate. Of a high school graduate. Can I'm you sure imagine that, 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 that shit? parents that think the same way, like, yep. unless she's like her dad and doesn't graduate high school, but fuck you. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> oh, parents that from our listeners that had kids or have kids, 
and it may seem like a little bit but they're teenagers they're they're going to prom and they're going to college you're like you're like what the fuck like how the how do these 10 15 years just go so quick like it just like this it just when i saw her when i because she was the second person announced because of my last name uh-huh yeah. and uh who was the first <coughs> one some guy named alonzo or something like that last name alonzo yeah so a l a r so um yeah when she walked she she you know they called her name and she got her come on man my fucking heart was pumping out of my chest with oh, pride hell. you know uh-huh. like that's my girl right there right you know um I don't know. This is, and, and I think the Rumster and I have talked about this a lot. As a matter of fact, for her birthday over the weekend, we, we went to dinner and, and, you know, we took her out. And, and, uh, Rumster's like, man, just yesterday you were fucking puking on my pants and now look at you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? She was a, I mean, I would usually care of her. Like, I remember this. I don't know. I'm sure I'll, she doesn't remember. Because you guys went out. And you guys asked me, hey, can you take care of Joy? I'm like, yeah, yeah sure. It took t- 10 seconds, 20 seconds for me to l- text. <laughs> I don't know why I had a, some Vaseline on the... Hey, hey! <laughs> and like 10 seconds later, she had it rubbed all over her body. I'm like, what the hell? What happened? <laughs> I take her ass to shower. I'm like, bro, what the fuck did you do? She was like all over. I'm like, bro, Rumpster, what the hell? Tell her about... So, so my daughter shares something with her dad. Uh-huh. We're not dirty people, but we're messy as fuck. <laughs> we are messy. We just like to have our shit all over the place. Tell her about that time that she was looking for one toy. Oh, yeah, she was. I, but she was somewhere between one and two, maybe. I came over. You know, we used to hang out. You know, him and his wife and Joy, and we'd hang out Friday nights at his place. And one day she comes out with this big box or like you know plastic box you know with all her toys and stuff and she comes out and sits down in the living room and then she takes it and she just turns it upside down dumps everything everywhere (laughs) just to find one thing she wanted to play with and she left all the shit everywhere else and I'm like oh my god she's like her father (laughs) messy as fuck I am messy I will admit that I'm a messy guy but I'm not dirty I I, I keep my (laughs) shit clean musty but there's a difference. I'm like, I, I've, been to, I've been to houses where the shit stinks all over the place, and you're like, oh my god, I gotta get the fuck out of here now. Now, the reason why your place doesn't stink because you don't have a pet. If you did have a pet, I bet there'd be dog shit everywhere. No, 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 <laughs> or no, no. A no. cat, the litter would be like all yeah. the no, no, yeah, no, no, be no, a no. Litter, there'd just be a pile of cat litter in the middle of the living room. Floor. No, I, I, lo- <laughs> I love, I love animals, but I know that I have to clean them up and shit. The one fucking animal I would never have is a cat. I know you love cats. I love cats. Fuck cats. cats Get the shit. fuck out of here with yeah. the cat. No, no. Cats are... I like dogs. I like cats. But I take a cat any day because a cat's more independent-minded. Like I said, dog, you have to clean up at shit. A cat... You don't you have to clean up a fucking cat shit? No, you give it a box and you clean up... You just clean this box out every few days. Yeah, but it's the same thing with a dog. They go and shit in the same fucking corner. No, Eh, it doesn't matter. Every fucking dog I've trained shits and pisses and at least in the, the cat same fucking corner. At least the cat buries it so you don't have to look Dude, at my, it. I'll get my the mom's fuck dog, out. the older one, Yeah, my dad started feeding it wet food because it's, the teeth are... He <laughs> has any teeth. Which for, one is that one? Uh, uh, Frosty. Frosty, okay. He had explosive diarrhea for Jesus like three days. Because <laughs> they're not used to that. I'm sleeping. It's like three in the morning. You could hear... I'm like, ah, oh, this motherfucker. And he's just looking at me, and I just see like 
I just see like this fucking streak of shit on my fucking floor. I'm like, motherfucker. It's like 1.30 in the morning. I'm like, But this bro. is why I don't have pets at all. Because you know what? I mean... I'm like the like if me and Mr. Lou actually lived in the, in a place together, it would be like the old Odd Couple show. <laughs> because I'm on the complete. You walk into my place, it is immaculate. Yeah. I mean, I vacuum my carpet every two days. I mean, and he makes it look like Dodger Stadium. You're like, what's fucking? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, it is. It's perfectly vacuumed. Completely vacuumed. Shaded. I cannot fall asleep in bed at night if I know there's a dirty dish in the. If sink. he had a fucking stencil out on his carpet, he'd put it on there. <laughs> I I am notorious. I am impeccably you are, you notoriously you are. OCD clean. You're very anal about that. I'll agree. Yeah. Yes. Whereas Mr. Lou, I know where all my shits at. <laughs> And, and here's the thing. Right now, I'm kind of... I want to say I'm remodeling. I'm just taking... Getting rid of a lot of stuff like that shit that's right here. But when I'm recording, when I'm doing my recordings, the rumster will tell you, Chris, my house looks like a just a bunch of wires everywhere. Oh, yeah. I'll yeah. See. And, and, and rumsters come over when I'm rec- in the midst of my recording where I'm just like, microphones are everywhere, amps are here... Fucking wires all over the floor. Yeah, you know, and but that's still organized to me because I know where everything's at. You know, maybe you do, but shit, right, it's disorder in the court. Disorder, disorder. No, was that? Was that guy? Yeah, they that's gotta, the Three Stooges. No, the guy that dies, smoking, disorder in the court. Yeah. Oh, that was uh, Warren uh, Warren Zevon. Yeah, exactly. This order in the card. <laughs> we saw one been? of we saw a video of his last. How time. long has he been dead? He's been dead about ten years. Man. He's been dead for nineteen wow. years. Jesus Christ! I'm saying, I was yeah. just fucking like, how fast the time has gone. I know yeah. it's crazy. You know what Dad told me one time? You know what's gonna make you feel old? And I'm gonna say what? When you start hearing your the music you grew up with on oldie stations. When yeah. you go you go grocery shopping and you're like, "Hey, I like this song." <laughs> look, when we were kids, K Earth was all fifties and early sixties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now look, they play Prince on K Earth. Yes. Well, K. Well, you you know when I knew that K Rock was dead, when they started playing Metallica. They, they there was no reason for them to play Metallica, and all of a sudden they started playing Metallica. You mean K Earth, not K Rock? No, K Rock. K Rock was playing Metallica. Metallica. Now? Yes, they play Metallica. They've been playing Metallica for like twenty years, my friend. I haven't listened to K Rock in over twenty years, so wow. Right, and I mean, I, when I started hearing Richard's Blade flashback lunch, and it was all the music I was growing up with, I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, all the early eighties. All that fucking yeah, stuff. You, and you remember all that stuff I was listening to? Well, that's what I, at first I didn't like it, but then I'm like, well, you and Fredo. We're listening to this shit. I'm like, God damn, this music is good. No, Fredo was listening to the greatest hits. that <laughs> <laughs> concert, she was like, who's this? What song is this? I'm like, bro, this is your favorite, allegedly favorite band. Right. Get the fuck out of here. You're supposed to know what song is this. Right. That's when I, when I went to go see my favorite band. Yeah, you didn't have to tell me shit. <laughs> uh, jo- Johanna would tell me, what's this song? Oh, my God. I was like this. I'm like, dude, it's that's my band. I'm supposed to know what the fuck... So so for, so on was it Sunday or Saturday, Rumster? That we went to Lovell's. Saturday. So Saturday. Oh yes. So we went to go eat at a cool ass place down here called Del Rey and Pico Rivera. Okay. Old school steakhouse, Ooh. fucking awesome. 
Um, so after that, because the Rumser had given my daughter the turntable, yeah, yeah. he's like, we're going to go to Lovell's and we'll buy you a record. So she bought some Arctic Monkeys. Oh, okay. What's good stuff, right? She about to pick up some BTS shit. Oh, hell no. She's over that now, luckily. Oh, oh yes. What's she into now? She's kind of getting into a Weezer a lot. Oh, okay. You know, so I'm, I'm down. Like that geek rock. <coughs> right. I'm not a so Weezer I'm, fan, but I'll prefer her being into that than fucking these, eight, fucking these girl chink bands. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta let her like what she likes. Of course, but I'm still trying to guide her more no, toward no, the more yeah, creative yeah, yeah. stuff, right? So well, it was like me when I like hip hop, and then yes, you guys got me into rock and Nirvana. I, and then I had to Black kick Cabin. your ass and say no, dude. Although you still like some hip hop, I but, do, I do. but but rock but now like was my shit. I I still remember when I got home from work that one time, and you were like obsessively in front of the of the stereo. I remember that because I was with the cassettes. Yes, and you kept playing. He kept playing back a snippet. Like 15, no, not even 15, like 10, maybe even five seconds, Gary. And he's like, hey, what's this? He played the tape. Play it again. I'm like, that's Black Sabbath's Paranoid. It's in my record collection. <laughs> oh, you have it? Yeah, it's right there. Check it out. And then this guy became like the biggest fucking Black Sabbath fan I ever knew. <laughs> started it all to me <laughs> Black Sabbath is better than Led Zeppelin I've always said that do you agree um yeah I, I might I might I might agree on that I mean Zeppelin's a mixed bag for me I, I think they've done a lot of great stuff and a lot of not so great stuff but no I, I have no I have no complaints about Black Sabbath either I think they're right up I mean to me Black Sabbath's first five records yeah, are I, fucking I masterpieces they're first great three are really really great records yeah. I mean but but here's what I say about Black Sabbath if you have it this much Here's what I think of the oddity of Black Sabbath is this. <laughs> I've heard this. Now, Black before. Sabbath without Ozzy Osbourne sucks. Yes, because oh, that yeah. Ronnie James Dio. And you know what? Other. Yeah. Ozzy Osbourne without Black Sabbath sucks. Yeah, I agree with that. He I'll had with a that. couple of hits. With, yeah, uh, he may have had hits, moon. but he sucks. I think <laughs> Ozzy's solo train. work sucks. Okay. That's just me. But I so, think... to finish my story, Escalante, is that smoke outside my window? Yeah, it's the cloudy sky. <laughs> All right. So, as uh, the Nino tells my daughter, hey, I'll buy you uh, your first uh, vinyl. I'm like, I'm going to buy me a vinyl too, right? In the, and I know. <laughs> and, and you know what? For anybody who ever meets Gary Rumster, a.k.a. Gary Merchant, you would never think that this guy was the biggest Depeche Mode fan ever. And he was. He was at the famous 101 concert in Pasadena back in 88. Was it 88? Yep. June 18, 1988, Rose yep. Bowl. It is one of the, it's considered one of the greatest live albums of all time. Uh-huh. Up there with the Who's uh, Live at Leeds, Peter Frampton's Comes Alive, blah, blah, blah. So when you hear a female screaming, <laughs> it's scary. Right. <laughs> Especially yeah. when he saw Mar- uh, no, I was mostly surrounded by screaming chicks, you know, goth style chicks. But yeah, that was, was at the Rose Bowl where he that was crazy. You had you had floor seats, you said, right? I've seen Depeche Mode four times. Okay. I've seen him at the Rose Bowl in 1988. Com- compared to the prices now, how much did you pay for those? I still got my ticket set from the Rose Bowl concert. For that one, I paid thirty-eight dollars. 
and it was a mid-range sheet. It God wasn't, it wasn't close. It wasn't far away. It was like in the middle. But we, you were on the floor, right? We paid. Yeah, you were floor. on the field, right? We paid yeah. for like nosebleeds. It was like what hundred bucks? Almost hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and to be bothered by Fredo every two songs. <laughs> what's all we doing? What's all you? What's all we doing? What's all we doing? Even now, though it's my favorite band. Right. What song is this? Well, no, but the I mean, thing is, though, with Fredo, when she saw them, they were probably doing a lot of their newer stuff, too. So yeah, she didn't they did. recognize it. They no, no, no. She didn't, no, no, no. She didn't recognize a lot of their older stuff, either. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so because you know me, and, and Escalante knows me. I'm, I'm, I'm about albums. I'll listen to the whole thing before I sit there and make judgment on bands. Dep- Depeche Mode was one of my favorite bands going up. I loved them. I don't think I was as big into them as you were. Because I think I was more into the Smiths. Yeah. But um, but I knew a lot of these songs because uh, I'd heard them. The album that came out that year was uh, Delta Machine. One one day one said, yeah, see, at this that a, point I was kind of beyond. That, that's the year that yeah. they started, we went to go see them. Mm-hmm. Yes. But that was, that, this was what they were playing the most. And they played okay. a little bit yeah, of Yeah, they always probably there. Because I saw them at the Rose Bowl. That was kind of after the release of Music for the Masses. So that was kind of the heavy theme at that one. But they did all their classics. I saw them again at Dodger Stadium in 1990 when they were on the Violator Tour. That's the that's the yeah. album I bought. Yeah, then the last I time I was them. really into them was in, I saw them in 93 at the Forum in Inglewood when they were doing the Songs of Faith and Devotion Tour. And then they did another follow-up show at the Irvine. Well, now what's, I'm not sure what it's called now, but it was Irvine Meadows. Horizon. Back, Horizon Amphitheater, yeah, Irvine. Yeah, yeah, Irvine yeah. Meadows. And I saw them again in 1994 there. And, yeah, I mean, all, all four times I was like, yeah. What was, was the last band you saw or the last act? Have you ever been to Verizon or the old Irvine Meadows? No. What was the last band you saw there? At Verizon Meadows? Yes. Would be... The Eagles, '94. Ah, that was after the Depeche Mode concert, but yeah. But when the Eagles did their Hell Freezes Over, they launched it. They oh, did their first shit. shows. In fact, they did their first four shows there. I saw the second show. Ah, very cool. Yep. But what, the Pasadena show was better, though, right? Well, yeah. When they did the Rose Bowl show, because the difference between that was that when I saw them at the, at the Irvine Meadows, the, the Eagles, the Eagles, <laughs> at the Verizon Meadows. That was just their second gig. You could tell they were a little... Nervous. Nervous. They're trying to get in the mix. But by the time they came to the Rose Bowl, they were supposed to... The concert was supposed to be in October of 95. I remember that. That's the show I went to. Yeah, Yeah, it was supposed to be in October 94, but Glenn Fry blew out his colon. Yes. He took a hard shit, boy. (laughs) They postponed it until January of 95, but by that time, they were... A well-oiled, tight machine, and they were... They, they were, rocked Yeah, they were on fire that night. They that were was, really yeah, good. Yeah. And, I mean, the Irvine Meadows, they did the show was maybe a little bit over two hours at the Rose Bowl. I mean, they played nearly... It was about three and a half hours. Yeah, it was almost four hours. Yeah, yeah it was, was long. It was a long concert. Hours, yeah. That's they, when I went with my first wife, and yeah. uh, my my only... Me- my really great memory here that, it, despite the fact that the show was just completely awesome from the beginning, they started off... The first five songs were all off of Hotel California. They actually started with Hotel California. Yeah, they played the whole first side of I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, that was their first thing. And then Glenn Fry went up there. Yeah, my colon blew out, and those were the first five songs of Hotel California. What well, was four? They played side one. It was Hotel yes. California, New Kid, Five New Kid the Fast Town. and Wasted Time. Yeah. Yes. And then they so got that, into their older stuff, yeah. But the opening act, Escalante, was Sheryl Crow. <laughs> so yeah, when I got there... Out at that time. I remember yeah. that story. Right. So when I got there... We had like fucking nose bleasies. We were way in the back. You know, they had the screens going on. But but from the Rose Bowl, you could still see them pretty well, yeah, right? Yeah. It's pretty good. So um, there was this cat and his, and his uh, gal sitting next to us. Totally and when fucking Cheryl Crow was out there doing, All I want to do 
He was fucking dancing like he was John Travolta in that scene in, in, in uh, Saturday Night Fever, right? He was just fucking dancing his ass off. So Cheryl Crow finally gets off the stage, which I thought was horrible. She just sucked. I, I didn't really care for her. You know, all, all due respect to Cheryl Crow, but he, that just wasn't one of your better shows. Yeah. And um, so the guy, I, I remember the guy tells this gal, well, let's go. And she goes, why? The Eagles are coming up on stage. And he's like, nah, they only got a few good songs. <laughs> so he came for the opening act. Yeah, pretty much. And, and Somebody must have given him the tickets. Yeah, and my, tickets, and my first... That, I know I, at least for my seats, I know I paid $95 for my seats. I paid 82 for mine, yeah. if each. So my ex-wife and I yeah. are looking at each other like, this guy's got to be fucking joking. <laughs> Because we left halfway through the Cheryl Crow show to go get beer. Yeah. Because at the at the Rose Bowl, I don't know if you've ever seen a concert at the Rose Bowl, but the Rose Bowl is fucking hard to just go get drinks yeah. anywhere. It's it's just well, such it a, seats. It seats ninety thousand people. Yeah. But obviously yeah. for the concert, it's gonna be yeah a little bit. Less. I've seen, the concert's over a hundred thousand because they put people on the field. I've seen. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. I've seen two concerts. I've been to the Rose Bowl several times. I've been there to see a couple of soccer games. And I've seen two concerts there. I saw uh, the Eagles and I saw um, U2 when they were doing their 360 tour. But then I saw them again when we saw them at Anaheim yeah. Stadium. That's where I knocked out. Yeah, I've been the Rose Bowl four <laughs> times. Saw them 88 for Depeche Mode. 94. I say Depeche yeah. Mode. You say Depeche Mode. Depeche How is mode, it? Depeche Mode, whatever. <laughs> I saw the Pet Mode there in 88. 94, I saw the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones. The Voodoo Lounge Tour. And I'll say it right now. Hands down, they're one of the worst live bands that ever out there. But I did see them. Didn't you guys watch Lionel Richie too? I don't know Ooh. who Lionel Richie is. The but, fuck are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, Lionel But anyway, Richie. Saw, I saw 94, the Stones. I saw the Eagles there in 95. Then I I'm looking at Rick Lanza like, who the hell is yeah. this? Who? Richie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I Mr. can't remember Richie? the year. It might have been 90-91. I did see a UCLA versus Oregon Ducks game there. <laughs> I didn't buy the tickets. Somebody I worked with had extra tickets. I've seen I a couple of sporting events yeah. there. You know what? I, you know, the first time I went to the Rose Bowl was in 1984 to see the semifinal soccer finals for the Olympics. And I can't remember who the teams were, but I know it was in Brazil. And the sure. only reason I went was because... Uh, my girlfriend at the time was going at, at that night, and I wanted to go. And my, my PE teacher were cool as fuck. Yeah, come along, no problem. That was in 1984 for the Olympics at the Rose Bowl. The second time I went was for a Guatemalan soccer game. And the third... No, actually, I've been there a few... The third time I went for a sporting event was when I saw my favorite soccer team, which is Liverpool. That's right, bitches. Liverpool. When I went to go see Liverpool versus Chelsea, and concerts I've seen, like I said, I've seen U2 on their uh, 360 tour, and I saw uh, the Eagles there uh, in that concert in 94, which is one of the greatest concerts I've ever seen. That's almost three, uh, three and a half hours of just Eagles song, where the, where the classic Hotel California band, with yeah. the exception of Tim Timothy B. Schmidt, was playing and that was just fucking great. It was just great. Yeah, when when I remember when um when they were setting up the stage, they brought up the double neck guitar, you know the roadies, and I told my ex, that's the song they play Hotel California on, 
And dude, the fucking uh, so so there's you know like most concerts, everything was dark, right? But they had this background that was supposed to look like the desert. Yeah, I had rocks and all that. Right, that, that was in the Irvine Meadows, and they let off like thunder and lightning. Right. And it was then, supposed yeah. to be thunders and lightning, and all of a sudden you hear, ding, 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 ding. I'm like, I looked at my ex. I'm like, no fucking way. Oh, yeah. They're starting with that. That's what they started with. Yeah, they started both Irvine Meadows and there. Yeah. Did they start Irvine Meadows? Well, well, that was like their their go to after '77, yeah. right? Well, yeah. But, yeah, they would always open up with Hotel California. The, the closer has always been Desperado. Desperado. That's the one they closed with. Yep. Mm. That's the one they closed it with at that show. Yeah. But man, they played so many. So they even had an, uh, an intermission, okay. like a 10 minute intermission. Yeah. But people were fucking running, trying to get beer real quick and going back to the. The good thing was that the ex and I were like double fisting. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best right there. Right. Damn right it was. But that was one of the better concerts I've ever seen. The mm-hmm. Eagles. That, that was just fucking awesome. That was just mm-hmm. a really good concert. Was that one of the better concerts you've gone to? I would say the Rose Bowl, Eagles Rose Bowl concert, and Depeche Mode's 101 at the Rose Bowl. Those were the two best concerts I've ever seen. How about you, Escalante? Lost Fist. Oh, mm-hmm. when we saw Black Sabbath. We saw, Black Sabbath. We saw the, the That's right. That's the one you were supposed to be at. I got fucking heat stroke. Get the <laughs> fuck you got out of here, heat stroke. You got I scared did. of the fucking sick. white supremacists that were all, all over the place. Yeah, was, I'm white. Why wasn't I out there? <laughs> yeah. You guys would have to be afraid of the yeah. white Nazis running around. No, we wanted you around so that we could be protected. <laughs> The thing I remember most of that was this fucking little boy, about 10 or 11 years old, was holding up a sign, showing your tits, and it was all these (laughs) overweight, white, trashy trailer bitches showing him his tits. I'm like, well, man, that's your first tit? (laughs) No, it's true. So so we showed up, and I remember you were like, I'm having a heat shock. Ah! Well, I didn't. I wasn't like that. I got. I was literally getting very. You were a puss. This was at the Glen Helen Amphitheater in the summer of 2001. Hotter than fuck. Has that it been day. that long? And I had to sit there oh. through Marilyn Manson, Lincoln Park. You didn't sit that, through Marilyn Manson, you shithead. You didn't sit no, through there. They, they, they were the second. They were the second to last. Yeah, okay. I remember Lincoln Park. Slipknot was another one. Yeah, yeah Slipknot, Mudvayne. Mud and uh, uh, yeah, I, I literally was sick to my stomach. I couldn't take it anymore. We saw a lot of bands that are considered like kind of classic nowadays, but we all. I think I thought they sucked. Papa Roach, you know. 105 degrees, long lines. It was a lot. It was very hot, yeah. And I literally got sick. I left you guys there. I came back that night and picked you guys up. I was still sick then. (laughs) But I I mean, I was pissed. I was bummed out that I couldn't stick around for it. I really wanted to see the black. Dude, I'll tell you what. I got very, very sick. Black Sabbath. And and it was because my brother had graduated from vocational school. And so I told him, so what do you want? What do you want me to give you for a gift? And he said... The original Black Sabbath has gone back together. I want to go check them out. I go, where? At Ozfest? And he's like, yeah. So that's when we, I told you, let's yeah. get some tickets and go check them out. And that's when uh, that's when the former host Fetchy. was trying to stiff my ass. Fetchy, and, yeah, yeah well, but I didn't fucking let him do that shit. So fuck him. So we went. Uh, honestly, I'll agree with Escalante. Black Sabbath that night was on fucking fire. Yeah, but dude. you had to go through a whole bunch of shit. To we get did. There. We, we did. <laughs> Absolutely. Couple, we went through a couple of stabbings. We did. Yeah, we went through, yeah we and we that's on top of all the fucking crowd. There was all these fucking. But it was all the fucking white people. That's what I'm saying. They were like a bunch of fucking animals. The white well, they people. Were, well, not the white people. They were fucking swastika wearing motherfuckers. Those are white people. Yeah. <laughs> I think I saw but Dominic. Then one all white people. Did I see yeah. Dominic DeCoco there too? <laughs> I'm going to get fired for that. <laughs> Fucking asshole. No, one, one of the funniest things that we saw there was this white guy who had his... He, he wasn't wearing a shirt. 
and he was wearing and, and and he had tattooed the coat of the SS, which was all black, with a big swastika over his chest. And I remember I looked at my my uh, and he had his whole front, his hand, his his, his arms, his back, like this coat, all like a like if he was wearing a coat. Yeah. Right. It was a big fucking big black tattoo. And I told my brother at that time, and I, know, I hope you remember this when I told you, isn't it ironic that a white guy just dyed his fucking skin black <laughs> to prove that he was a white yeah, supremacist? Yeah. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. Right? And so there was like slam dancing because there was a couple of punk people mm-hmm. there. Well, yeah, I remember that's another reason why I left because I almost got caught up in some fucking mosh pit. Yeah, but the, the mosh pit is showed up right away. Like, but it the surrounded mosh pit me and they were starting to bang me around. I'm like, exactly. The, the mosh pit wasn't like old school where people were just dancing around slam dancing. These people were punching yeah. and throwing yeah. fucking wild yeah, haymakers. Yeah, and like you had all these stupid bands slip back over. Oh, your parents are going to hate this yeah, song. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that shit. Everybody <laughs> no, no, hated no, no, every my song. My parents hate that song. I hate it. <laughs> Everybody hated everything because you're right. And it was like the, they, they traded the same fucking song because it always started off the same. Your brother's going to hate the song. Your pastor's going to hate the song. Your father, your sister, your fucking dog is going to hate the song. I hate my life. I hate my world. I hate this. I hate that. And then they would stop for a second. That was every fucking song. Ironically, until I, until uh, Marilyn Manson got up there, Marilyn Manson actually played some fucking songs, right? And he touched some ladies. Yeah, they were fucking titties. doing some boobage out some there. Yeah, big ass titties on the god Some damn. big ass titties. My brother joined a jerk off with a fucking cop's horse <laughs> over there. There's <laughs> some nice titties. But I'll tell you what, that Black Sabbath, when Black Sabbath went on stage, boy, wow, that was, yeah, that's one of the better concerts I've ever seen. Hey, Ozzy Osbourne may have been hopping around like a fucking toad, but man, that guy could sing live. He can't speak for shit, yeah. but man, he could sing yeah, with Ozzy's that band. Ozzy's all right, as long as he's got Black Sabbath with them. Oh, but- it was great. <laughs> it was absolutely fucking awesome. One of the other better concerts I saw was the first time we saw Tool. We saw them in Arizona, yeah. in Phoenix, Arizona. We flew out there because on their tour dates, they weren't hitting L.A., so we flew out to Arizona to go see Tool at the American West Arena. Formerly. formerly. It was pretty badass. After the show, we were trying to... Well, we were trying to get water or a drink? A drink. A drink. And we walk into this place... And this fucking guy that looked like he fucking was a cannibal walked up to us. Can I help you? And we're like, no, we're good. That was a fucking sex shop. That's what. What? Well, that's what it was. <laughs> like, this fucking guy trying to sell the dildos and shit. You were about to buy one too. So. <laughs> you bought one. I remember you came back. Say, look what I got at the tool show. <laughs> I got a tool, dude. <laughs> it was so hot. At that time, I used to smoke, and it was so hot in Phoenix, Arizona, that I couldn't even fucking light one up. I was like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) But when we were walking around the city, getting dehydrated, we were like, yeah, I can't smoke. People smoking all over the place. We're like, I can't do this. Can't do it. Can't do it. What's the worst concert you've been to? I already told you, the Rolling Stones. <laughs> Was that the one where uh, Guns N' Roses opened up for them? No, actually, Chili Peppers opened up for them. They were the highlight. Really? Yep. 
Fleep, yeah, that's the one where Flea came out and performed in a jock strap. Both times, <laughs> both times that I've seen the Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. the opening act's lead singer yeah. has died. I saw them when Nirvana opened up for them, and I saw them when STP opened up for them. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, they were opening up for the Stones, and I, and I was excited. I, I dig the Chili Peppers, but yeah, they. If I'm going to put it this way, hey. they blew the Stones away because the Stones. I mean, all you have to do is listen to any of their live albums. Has any, guy of their, ever, any of their, like, 20 different live albums. Has a guy ever there. come up to you and told you to suck his kiss? They <laughs> <laughs> no. did do that song, whiskey though. tonight. But right? no, the Stones were... I mean, it was just, I mean, Keith Richards is a sloppy player. Mick Jagger is just running all over the Awful. stage. <laughs> you can understand a word he said. I do not. They were bad. They were, I know they're a legendary band, but they are a horrible... Live band. I have always said that. But you know, I mean, I, I didn't make the choice to go to that show again. It was a ticket that was offered to me. A ticket I, to ride? Somebody I was working with, they offered me the ticket. <laughs> I did. I bought it from them. I said, what the hell? I'll go with the rest of the other guys, you know, ticket check to it ride? out. It's the Stones, you know, at least I can say I've seen a legendary band. But yeah, they were, they were bad. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as hard as it is to believe, we actually got through the show without the cut leader. You know, you don't need him. We don't. <laughs> well, no, that's why he's fucking chopped up in the alley with machetes, because we fucking went old school on his ass. And the cat's even out there going, do we want to eat this? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please, uh, again, we thank you for your incredible patronage. Um, the cult leader... Senor Jaime is out in Portland with his beautiful, beautiful wife and uh, her family out there. Um, I'm glad they entrusted us with this tonight. And, and, um, you know, I hope that we actually performed for you guys and did what we, what the rambling alcoholics are known for doing. Drinking our asses off, shooting the shit, and doing what it is that we always do, which is try to entertain you and make you guys laugh just for a little bit. And thanks and for the invite and having me sit in. I appreciate Gary, it. Gary, thank you so much for having me out here today in your in your uh, in your uh, rumster persona. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Usually, you're here as uh, Gary. Well, the rumster in a persona. That's me. That's exactly <laughs> it. Escalante, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for downloading, and thank you guys for just being buying shirts and all that shit today. It's just cool. Exactly. That whatever we do, you guys listen to, you guys enjoy what we're listening. What we're the product that we're taking out. Escalante is just greased up his asshole for that dick he's about to go receive. <laughs> Shh, the fuck? That's for next week. <laughs> he uh, just he just greased up his ass with a piece of pizza. That's right. <laughs> I shit, I shit on my cheeks. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please check us out on every possible platform. We're on every single thing. Please check out our merch shop. Please check out. Uh, Actually, this week, and I'm committed to this, Escalante, we're going to do our Fever on the Pitch. We've been waiting for a certain guest, but you know what? This Sunday, the EPL ends. we got to do a show. Oh, yeah, we do. Absolutely. And uh, thank you for all the guys that, you know, have heard my record and, you know, sending me comments. Ladies and gentlemen, we are the Rambling Alcoholics. This is the Rambling Network. Please listen to all our show. The Miss Kitty Clear the Table. Be uh, 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 whiskey Jays and uh, B Ray's boxing podcast are uh, the geek and geek out. Check out our upcoming 
Fever on the Pitch, and of course, we are the flagship. We what are the. To your podcast where you're doing music reviews. And I know reviews. we got to get to doing that yeah, again. Yeah, you guys. Do because that was doing me. Supposed to be we doing that shit, but you're yeah, letting people down, bro. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> but life happens. But we are the flagship. This is the rambling no, alcoholic. Gay sex happens. That's why. <laughs> Too busy with gay sexual <laughs> Inglewood. Yeah, we are. We with are the. the we are the rambling yeah. alcoholics. This is Mr. Lou for speaking in part for Gary Rumsey. Thank you so much, Gary Rumster. And Escalante from the Musty Studios of Whittier Boulevard. Yes, have a good night. Thank yes, in Whittier, California. This is the Rambling Alcoholics. Listen to the Rambling Network. Have a good night. Escalante, mm. do you think that after like what I've been on the show for what three years, mm. that Semisonic should be paying me residuals for playing their song <laughs> week in, week out? I hear it sometimes on on the radio. Yeah, they get it, but they they're probably thinking to themselves, why do we get a lot of play out of fucking Whittier, California? <laughs> Unincorporated Whittier. <laughs> well, yeah, for sure, right? Fuck their ass, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Thank you again for listening. Thank you again to the Rumster. Thank you again to Escalante for always being here. Cause, yes. Uh, yeah, you're a founder, brother. You're a founder. And thank you for bringing your machete to chop that motherfucker <laughs> down, dude. Because the yeah. revolution was televised. He has Belalego. <laughs> and he's going to get blowjob by his brother. I know. <laughs> what the <It's>... fuck? <laughs> you get domed up. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, good night.